Typo man, typo man, does whatever a typo man can. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Achievement Hunting 101. I'm Fufu Cuddly Poof, and this is level 124. Joining me tonight is a normal crew of L. Yo, what's up? Nate. Hello. And Corey. Salutations. There it is. <laughs> and show's I don't want to con- confuse people. So. It's been a while. Show has reached its new height. Yes, Mwah. yes, it has. We are okay. tall enough to ride the roller coaster. Get it? Ooh. Oh, so good. The height joke. Tall enough. Yep. <clears throat> I see what you did there. But I heard, I said it, so how could you see it? I can see your words. I can see little men. I can see little men running around in your background. See, you, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I am not Why watching the Ravens football game. If that's what you are insinuating, I don't know what you're talking about. We record on Tuesday. Everybody knows there's no such thing as Tuesday night football. And you have a Christmas tree in the background with no ornaments on it and no lights. It's highly suspect. Very highly suspect. <sighs> the fact that you say suspect and not sus makes you su- sus. Mm-hmm. I'm forty year old man. Damn it. What's your point? Oh, I'm glad you brought up sus. age. Anyways. <laughs> Yeah, my age is going up. What's going on? I'll tell you later when I get the game pass. It's the only thing that's going up for you. Wow. There's a pill for that. All right, go. And with that, let's get into the game showcase. Nate, what you got? Well, I have been playing a little game called Submerged. Now, um, Mm -hmm. I started this back. I think I, I dove it for some reason. I can't remember why. Uh, back in July, probably because because of the on your game. Tag. Yeah, probably. Uh, back in July of 2018, <laughs> and then I played it again uh, in December of 2018, and then I left it alone for two years. Um, <laughs> so I, I picked it back up this week, and um, I had a lot of fun with this game. It's uh, you you play a girl, and you are basically trying to help your brother out uh, who's sick. And or at least that's what I remember from from two years ago because I didn't watch the intro again. So uh, <laughs> this is my memory of how the game started two years ago. Wait, you don't uh, restart the intro after no, two years? No, why would I restart the intro? Depends on how long it takes to get to that first save point. So the the first three achievements were use the postcard feature. So that would be really easy to redo, uh, and it's not story related. Then visit all of the boundaries of the map. That wouldn't take too long, but you wouldn't have any uh, motor. Uh, improvement. So you'd be going at the slowest speed you possibly could and then stay in the boat for a complete day-night cycle. So that's not really, you know, there's really no reason to restart for those three achievements Um, or what I would have learned to accomplish those three. So you're basically, uh, your brother is sick and you are trying to provide for him. You're in this city in the future, some dystopian future where some uh, horrible thing has happened and the city is flooded um, and we're talking like New York type flooded Um, and you know, so if you, you know, that movie with Jake Gyllenhaal or whatever it was, uh, where New York floods and, uh, you are the day after tomorrow. 
Maybe. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about that later. Um, so you're in the city and you are basically trying to get him medicine or whatever, whatever, whatever. And there are these chests that uh, are on these uh, buildings and you kind of are told to go, okay, go get this thing. doesn't matter which chest you get it from. Just as you open a chest, you get the next item that he needs. So you don't have to go to a specific place to get it. Just any one of these chests will work. It's, it's primarily um, your boating around the city. Uh, to find and you're finding things you're finding boat upgrades you're finding uh, creatures you're finding um, like photo spots and uh, and those are your collectibles Uh, and then when you're not in the boat you're doing climbing puzzles so these buildings are all um, you you know basically just cliffs that you're climbing in various ways you can go up and climb up pipes you can climb up ledges some ledges you can stand on other ledges you have to hang from based on how wide they are and that's it. That's the game. Um, it's very relaxing. There's no combat. So, so it's great. Um, you know, if my daughter is around, like she can help me and we can uh, play that game together. There's no combat. There's no fear of, oh, no, you know, I have to do this thing right now. There's no time-based anything. Oh, what game are you talking um, about again? This game is called Submerged. There you go. Now, I started playing it on my... Uh, here, I was playing it on my series, no, not my series, my Xbox One X oh. in my office. And the game was kind of slow. Uh, and then when I started, I finished it off in the living room on the Series X. And if you have a Series X or a Series S, that is definitely the way to play it. <sighs> the game is just faster. Uh, the camera just panning around is smoother. Everything about the game is better on the Series console uh, i just thought that, that was an interesting point uh to bring up uh but yeah so i love this game it's great i can it's, see why yeah i mean if you look at it it looks it probably looks like a nate game uh when you look at it it looks very pretty yeah and it got prettier on the series so i can imagine yeah i can't so i don't have one and the story <laughs> the story is actually um slightly compelling um and it's it's mostly just told through um, what you're seeing. You're not you're not, you're not you're not it's not dialogue or anything, really. Uh, you're just kind of watching the visuals and kind of figuring that out. But yeah, and let's see who has played this. Absolutely, four people. Wow, decent amount. Uh, there's, there's That's a people. lot of people. Yeah, some people played this. I have thirty friends. <clears throat> I have eighty-two friends. I'm not bragging. Whoa, that's a lot. <laughs> More than most, I would have guessed. Most people completed it. Yeah, but I only have 23 people, including myself. I am my own friend uh, who have completed it. I think part of it is that it's like four to five hours, but it came out in 2015. Well. Back before the, the time of 20-minute completions. You that's, need a to, good, yeah. that's a good point. Like four um, to five but, hours yeah, is a the, long time now. <laughs> for a yeah, the, subpar game. The time subpar. Subpar. How dare you? I just <laughs> talked about how much I like this game. Um, <laughs> the time estimate is four to five hours. For some reason, my stats say five hours and forty-eight minutes. So I guess, uh, I guess I'm above average. Uh, however you want to look at that. And um, oh, where the hell was I going with that? They You're say your memory friends. is the first thing to go, my friend. Right. So, yes. So, no, I was talking about the time estimate. Um, yeah, I. you don't really need a guide for this. There is a walkthrough. Um, 
but I played it pretty much without the guide uh, the whole time, certainly for like where to find things. You don't really need, you don't really need the guide because when you get up high enough, you can uh, pull out your spyglass and just kind of like look around uh, the map. And if you're near, if your viewpoint is near something, you'll kind of like see a little arrow in the bottom of the corner or the corner of, of your compass or your, sorry, your spyglass. And then you can focus in on it. And when you focus in on it long enough, the thing will be added to your map and then you can go collect it later. Um, so that works for pretty much all the collectibles and even the chests, I believe. So when it came down to it, I, I needed the map or I looked at the map at the very end of the game for like four collectibles um, and one or two, uh, you know, <clears throat> viewpoints that I had to visit. But other than that, I mean, it didn't really need the guide. And I would recommend not playing it with the guide. I was just about to ask that. Yeah. Like, it, it's a short game. There's not a whole lot to it. Like, just go explore and enjoy enjoy the city. So, These types of games or kind of like that where it's just just go experience it have fun with it and then use the god for collectibles and clean up so you exactly. need you need to submerge yourself into it <laughs> yes submerge yourself in the experience you were waiting for that <laughs> maybe <laughs> <laughs> now is there like a chapter select or is that or after you beat the game you just kind of go wherever to get the the collectibles yeah after you beat the game it's just free roam you can do whatever and okay. you don't have any of the story points you have to go to. You don't have to go find this thing and come back. Um, I, I think you could, in theory, you could get everything, all the collectibles, and then do the story because nothing really blocks you from going anywhere. Not a Vayner. Got it. Yep. Then, yes, in that case, definitely just go play it. No reason to use a guide. And the cleanup is fast because by the time you have all the boat parts, you're zipping around the map. All right. Okay. Uh, Corey. Mm-hmm. Calling you next. Yep. And I want to hear about Monster Sanctuary. I'm very much interested in this game. Well, I'm glad you asked because it is a Vayner. So, yeah, now you have to play it, buddy. Whoa. Uh, so, we mentioned it's this. It's not a Vayner. It's a Vayner. Oh, it's a Vayner. And I'm going to. Uh, I'm going to. TA does not say that. Uh, what? Not yet. Voting has not concurred yet. So, I'm sharing my screen with you guys. I'm going to, uh, you know, talk it through for the listeners. Mm. But Monster Sanctuary is a Metroidvania. Uh, it has a beautiful Metroidvania map that is oh, sectioned out. I was cr- I, running I, around I, with a I good boy. Corrected. And the main, the, what you're doing in the game is you're you're obviously like saving the land, but you're doing so in a Pokemon style fashion, where you get creatures or animals and you form a team. Uh, through that team, you it actually goes further than Pokemon, and this is all like 2D. Metroidvania type style map. The artwork is beautiful, uh, and it's so it, you can you can really lose yourself in the, how you build this and play it out. Uh, and, and it goes even further than Pokemon. Like they have eggs in here. I know Pokemon has eggs now. You don't have to walk to hatch these, but that's how you get new monsters. Uh, you can give consumables to your monsters, and they keep that buff until you roll it off i think it's every three um i don't can you, you can feed pokemon right but it's like no you can't okay so there you go it's better than that it's obviously got your combat consumables this is turn-based combat so it's got your potions and your antidotes if you happen to get uh you know poisoned or something like that uh you can fix that up 
The other part that I haven't really dived into is it has crafting, which I'm not big on crafting. And uh, a lot of people know that. Uh, but it has crafting in it, and I haven't dived into it yet. But it it looks it just looks good. Uh, and there's other parts, and then there's the Metroidvania uh, Metroidvania parts where you can explore the map after like the first section and get as far as you can in, in different parts. But you obviously are blocked until you get certain things. Uh, like I'm showing the guys right now, I have the double jump boots. So there you go. Clue number confirmed. two that Metroidvania is confirmed. <laughs> Um, I haven't, I haven't unlocked every game or every location yet. So that's all I've gotten so far. Uh, but you're basically going throughout these maps. You're fighting the random enemies that appear. And I don't know exactly the formula, but they, they do it in a cool way to where it depends on how much of the map you explore, depends on how much or how difficult the enemies will start to get, which encourages you to not skip fights. So there's that. Uh, but the levels of the enemies are also determined on when you get to them. And so different areas for different people might be harder or easier depending on when you got to that area. So that's pretty cool, too. So, so enemies scale with you? Uh, they, they do, yeah. It, it's, it's, a, it's a different scaling that I've not seen before, um, but it, it's pretty cool. And then there's weapons that you can attach to the... The monsters, and that gives them different stats, like maybe their attack or the defense goes up or something like that. Uh, it's just pretty cool. And so I, I've been kind of hiding the back screen because I wanted to show you guys my team and what I've named them. Uh, and so I have this slime ball. His name is Blob Boy. Uh, <laughs> these are like all like the starting animals that I've I, the first eggs I got because I just want to fill out my team. Uh, I got this cat with a sword. His name is Puss in Boots. The only animal that you start with is kind of like a... It looks like a legendary Pokemon, kind of. You get to pick between four different ones. I picked a lion that uh, is fire element. His name is Fire Cat. Uh, I caught a bug that does like defenses and stuff. I actually use him a lot. His name is Fat Weedle. <laughs> I, got, I got Rocky, who is just like this little plant dude. And I have this bird. Finally got a wind monster. And his name is Pidgey Wannabe. And so I'm having fun with this game, <laughs> battling monsters. Like I said, it is turn-based. So you pick when you want to fight these monsters. You just approach them. And then you go into the fight. Uh, and you you take your turns. The cool thing, the thing that I like about it, it probably makes me like a baby gamer. But after every fight, you regen health. You don't, you don't keep your status effects. You don't have to go and heal outside what? of battle. I kind of like that. You know, it's less to maintain. Um, oh, I don't like that. But the artwork is so beautiful in this game from the exploring to like their journaling. I'm going to show you guys now, but like this is some really sweet artwork okay, in the that, journal really nice. where you see like the bio, the bio of the, uh, the animals and their abilities and stuff like that. It just looks really good. And they've spent a lot of time uh, with this game. I think they've been working on it for five years. It's Team 17 published, so it has that ability to already be uh, kind of a quality that you might expect. Um, it, it is on Game Pass. We mentioned it last week. And it happens to have a Windows 10 stack that is on Game Pass as well. So if you really love it, you can play it twice. Uh, I'm showing the guy's gameplay now. I just hit to a combat sequence. You always start with, you just pick three of the monsters uh, that you have. Uh, so it could be any three, and you can see the weaknesses and strengths of the monsters you're facing. 
And so you just go and uh, you just go down the line and do your different moves. And there's a whole different combat system that I won't go into. Uh, it it uses combinations on how many attacks you do and in what order. So once you start to learn that, you can actually become more efficient in your battling. And you actually get rated at the end of all your battles. The rating determines the loot that you pick up from it and different huh. things like that. I don't know. I'm just having a really good time with it. And I don't do turn-based a lot. And like Pokemon is kind of like the only thing I do turn-based with. And so since this had that Pokemon kind of feel to it, I was immediately drawn to it. And I didn't even know it was a Metroidvania. That just happened out out in the blue. Uh, and so I'm really glad I found it. And it came to uh, Xbox. It's the perfect Switch game. It just came out on Switch as well. Uh, and so oh, this totally looks like a Switch game. Yeah, and I'm really happy that it came on the Xbox. I was actually a little bummed because I was out of town this past weekend, and I had this game because I'm reviewing it, but it was on a, it's on a review account, and I don't think that it, I don't even know if it was set up yet, but it is xCloud enabled, and so if I ha- if now I could take my phone and I this is the perfect phone game, you know, you're just sitting there doing mm. little turn based battles. M- maybe the platforming's not the best, but that's not the crux of the game. It's really the the turn-based fighting. Uh, and so, yeah, it's just, it's a really cool game if you like turn-based combat. Ooh, skill trees. And the Pokemon style um, kind of gameplay. And yes, it does have skill trees, so there is that management aspect uh, is kind of as well. So I, I really yes. am enjoying this game. I recommend it to pretty much anybody. Yeah, this is a game that's very high up on my list that I want to play. I obviously love Pokemon. I love uh, turn-based RPGs. <clears throat> TA right now is only listing this as an RPG platformer. They haven't given it the Vayner tag yet. Yeah, I actually just voted for it, and I gave it platformer, Metroidvania, and turn-based. I did not know turn-based was a genre in TA, but apparently it is. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely a genre. So, yeah, there's there's a lot of difference between uh, nah, never mind. Um, so if any of that so when I f- interests you, the game is called Monster Sanctuary. Just throw that out there again. Yeah, see, the one thing I know you like this. I know Nate's gonna love and loves it as well. I'm sure, and maybe yeah. But like the graphics for me is kind of. Not off-putting, but it's not, like, my favorite. Like, I don't look at this and go, oh, my God, I want to play it so, because of that. So, yeah, I do say that it's beautiful graphics, and it is. That is obviously, uh, you know, in the eyes of the beholder, but it's kind of got that yeah. um, kind of like the messenger style. Maybe, like... Time Spinner. Time Spinner. That, that's probably a better one. Um, if you've played Time Spinner, <clears> it's kind of <throat> like that. I just, I love this graphic art style. It's, it's so, it's yeah. not, like, too retro, you know? Chasm. Um, it's, definitely, <laughs> it's like a pretty uh i don't know yeah. like nes game nes uh side scrolling game May- maybe uh I-, I think it might be a step above that but yeah, yeah definitely in that Thank- area that's why i said it's just pretty it's it's definitely not as thank you nate i'm sitting here the pixelated. whole time thinking this looks like time spinner <laughs> even down to the the font yeah and, and just yeah like the, the uh every terrain Exactly. Everything. And I like Time Spinner a lot. So yeah, yeah this looks really this is cool I, looking. I actually I actually just downloaded the Windows version and uh yeah, I, I will be playing this twice. 
Definitely. Now those skill trees were they like? Um, it, do you have to like choose which way you're going, or can you literally collect them all and have all the skill tree filled out? So this game is a, a Kickstarter game, and so there, there's been a lot of early access and stuff like that. So I've actually done a lot of research. Well, a lot of research like on Steam and people have made guides and stuff. So I've tried to read about this stuff. Um, that's where I learned about the leveling system. Based off that reading, I have not seen where you can get every skill. And in fact, there are special tokens, I think, or you can spend some of the currency. Um, there, there's a way to reset your skill tree if you happen to you know mess it up or not like it. So that's not good. Th- that that in and of itself tells me that you can't get all of the skills. Right. Yeah. There'd be no need to respec. Right. Yeah. Right yeah, that, here, yeah. I, I have a I have a consumable called a skill resetter. You know, real real good name there, but yeah, resets the the skill tree of a <laughs> uh, a monster. Looks like a time suck. Oh yeah, I'm expecting this to be you know at least fifteen to twenty hours, but it could very well be a lot more. Uh, as far as the achievements go. Uh, you you need to m- most of them are story related based off what I could tell. Um, evolving like a monster and defeating this monster and this monster and this monster. Uh, it has a couple of uh random stuff like getting a twenty five times combo, uh, defeating all the monsters on the first turn, um, upgrading fifty pieces of gear, stuff like that. So I think it's um. I think it's going to be definitely doable. Some of the harder stuff is, like I said, you get raided at the end of each battle. Well, there are certain monsters in these areas that you're trying to defeat to, you know, save the area. They're called champion monsters. They're obviously harder monsters to defeat and you have to five star all of those. But I think like just playing through the game, you're going to get most of this. One thing that I didn't mention, and I haven't actually looked into it yet, is that this game has PVP. You can battle each really? other. Yes. You can battle each other. Huh? So, I that ex- makes me even more interested. I'm in expecting it. you, Fufu, to make a team, play this game, and me and you will do some battling. Uh, oh, and there's an achievement for PvP. There is Wait, an, there's oh, an achievement. Well, it's an or. It. Everything <laughs> about this game is just like calling out to me right now. Yeah, the other one that might be tough is obtain all monsters. But like I said, so far I've you know you get these eggs. I've gotten eggs from each of them, but the game has a lot to offer. All right, so going down the rabbit hole of the achievements, I see that the person who's in the lead has 15 achievements, or I'm sorry, yeah, he has 15 achievements left in the game. And this is pretty cool because it's doing time tracking. He's been playing for 12 hours and 31 minutes. Nice. So he's about halfway through in terms of the achievements, a little more than halfway through in terms of the achievements, and he's at like 12 and a half hours. And that is dotting town. Good job, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, when... Corey, when you first sent me the video for this, I actually thought it looked more like Monster Rancher, which I know you guys don't know about. But for those that do, it's basically just an old anime that had games on the PlayStation 2. And they Mm -hmm. were super good. I really enjoyed those games. And watching this, I'm just getting flashbacks of that game. Yeah. There's probably going to be like one or two people actually that actually listens to this and knows what Monster Rancher is. <laughs> yeah, I definitely don't. Uh, that, that is interesting, Kush. Uh, I'm looking at that person, and 
you said he has you know 12 hours he's discovered 41 percent of the whole map uh, just to mm. put that in perspective too interesting there's 101 monsters wow that's quite a bit for like an good number game. it is a very good number <laughs> all right so i can i can keep playing this and you guys are gonna go with the show right Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go, yeah, yeah, totally. Cool. Go with cool, the cool. show. Oh, what do you got for us? Do, 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 do. For the game showcase, besides singing. Because I don't think you've been playing rock band. Singing, go with the show. As promised last week, it is time to visit the third and longest point and click adventure Grim Fandango Remastered. Yay. Come on, this one is. is is the cream of the crop. Yeah, dig it. <laughs> Nate will be there with you. This is actually you know, the one I have played. like this stuff. Oh, it's you the one he played hasn't it? played. Never mind. This is the only one I've played out of the remasters. Yeah. Oh, like in 1997? Well, like, so, no, like three weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you stopped playing it after you got a dialogue mess up, right? Yeah, yeah. I got distracted. Ah, oh, you didn't go back and finish it. Mm-mm. So the first thing That's... you'll notice right away is this game has 48 achievements. I actually like... didn't notice. I was wondering why they didn't just add two more. I mean, it's not a bad point. Uh, 41 of them are labeled as missable on TA. Ooh, geez. So most That's of interesting them, fact. Most of them come down to dialogue trees. Some people uh, in this panel might just spam through the dialogue or just skip conversations entirely. You yes. cannot, you should not do that. You should get everything oh. you can out of this game because the dialogue is hilarious. Mm, the, I don't know about that. I mean, even Chewy on Ice likes this game and he's got no sense of humor whatsoever. Uh, <laughs> the, it's got this character, Glottis, who is just hilarious. He's this big monster guy and I don't know. Everyone uh, in this game is dead. Is and uh, yeah, don't 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 Google anything with Glottis in it. You shouldn't do that with Save Search off. You shouldn't do it. Um, just just don't do it. Um, so this game definitely has a different feel. Uh, when you check your inventory, you actually see uh, your character going through your uh, your pockets. So you like scroll through in your pockets. Um. The one weird thing about the game is that when you go walk around, you your character looks, and where the character is looking is where where you can hit A and look at. So if you want to look at a person, you have to make sure that the character's head is looking at the at the person. So it's a little tricky sometimes if the person is right next to an item, you might click on the wrong thing by mistake. So you just have to take your time with it. Don't mess um, up. Yeah, don't mess up. But as far as achievements go, I mean, right off the bat, we talked about this. The game forces you to play with the tank controls. Uh, So luckily, I played a lot of Resident Evil back in the day, so the tank controls are not (laughs) bad for me. But I have a tip. Use the D-pad, not the analog stick. When you use the D-pad, it works as intended. When you use the analog, you're running around and going the wrong way, and it's a mess. I told this to Chewy recently, and it blew his little British mind. Use the D-pad. So once you use the D-pad, um, you'll see the game. The this is the 
Uh, Gladys, I love you. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's very I just, random. I just love his name. Uh, one other thing I that like I noticed Gladys better. is Glados. Oh man, is he epic? We can go on and on about the epic Glados. <laughs> All right, right, before you, you go there. on, um, I have uh, to ask a question. Yeah. Um, in recent weeks, pretty much since these games came out, I keep hearing tank controls a lot. Like, what does that mean in games? Okay, so it, what it means well, is driven a tank, right? Obviously not. It basically oh, that, that means was if my first thought. <laughs> it basically means if you're controlling someone, you hit up and you're. Uh, what have you played? Have you played like like in a Telltale game, right? He's played tank battle, right? Like that. Tank, up tanks tank and demons. <laughs> basically, if you pull the stick down, the character walk down. If you pull the stick uh, up, the character walk up. In a tank control, you have to turn your character completely around before you can start walking forward again. So like a real person. Uh, that kind of sucks. Do you do that with that the right sense? stick with the camera? Mm, you can't not just, move the no, camera. No, you have to use the D-pad. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, it's a fixed <laughs> camera use system. The D- yeah, yes. it'll, it'll make sense once you do it. That's how the old Resident Evils were. And the Resident Evil games, you had to, to manage shooting things on top of... Uh, yeah. <laughs> this like shooting <laughs> where you can't even see when you yeah. switch camera views. Yeah. Uh, this game definitely shows its age, but it definitely shows a lot of uh, uh, innovation as well. The graphics are really good. Um, this is going to make no sense, but it reminds me a little of Final Fantasy VII. So, like how the backgrounds are kind of lively and intertwined. Uh, yeah, that this makes game. Sense. I don't know what you're trying to get at. Yeah. Just the backgrounds are nice. Well, if I remember, oh, wait, actually... are you talking about how like the backgrounds are like drawn and yeah. kind of move on it. Yeah, something like that. But also, when you start the game, it starts in like the classic mode, right? It's like, if you want to um, see the good graphics, you have to switch. <laughs> Honestly, this is the one of the three games where if you hit the back button to look at the graphics, there's not much of a difference with remastered and, and regular. It's still I in... Uh, look better to me. It's still in 4 by 3 screen. Aspect ratio. They didn't do much with the graphics, honestly. And the sound so quality is is uh, also not very good compared to the other two. It's still like the old CD-ROM sounds. So what you just said about hitting the back button, is this kind of like um, uh, Halo's 1 and 2 on a Master Chief collection where at it's, any point it, you can you can hit the button and see what it looked like? Exactly. And instant, too. Yeah. Oh, exactly. I, okay. That is one feature that I wish every remaster had. Yes. So the Monkey Island games did this. And... Um, yeah, not only do you see the graphics, but you can play the game the way it was meant to be played also. So you can move the cursor to look and use and find. But Grim Fandango is just graphic. It's like a graphics facelift only. And these faces, let me tell you, are dead. They're grim. Um, Fandango? Some, yeah, some Grim Fandango trivia. Get that. You will, uh, if you play a, a, a ditty called Guacamelee, you will see Grim Fandango on one of the screens in the background. So I'll point that out to you at some point, my Guacamelee friends. Yeah, so overall, oh, and uh, I'll give Fug a conniption right now. So Fug always says it's weird when I play Simul with Michelle. Uh, so I did uh, Day of the Tentacle because it is in full throttle with Michelle and her brother, Brian. Grim Fandango, I have done with Michelle, Brian, and MDP. We are playing four-player <laughs> simuling this game. 
I just find and it cute really that you say interesting. you have a word for it. Going together, you simulate a TA walkthrough. <laughs> I do it we are, they need a word for it. And we are all laughing hysterically together. So it's a good time. It's like watching like a six hour movie together. So in this hive yeah, mind, who's good. the one that decides what action you take? Yeah, who gets um, the guide duty? Believe it or not, I'm in charge. Um, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> That's why it takes so long. Um you know, they're all there with the guide in hand too, just double checking things. But I'm basically reading what's going on. And uh it's a little hard because I tend to like to hit the X button first on everything to examine the items before doing what the walkthrough says. So if the walkthrough says to go right, I will go left first and start <laughs> trying to see everything that was. Mm-hmm. All I'm the, not all the, to this guy. All the little... Uh, it's hard to explain, but basically I want to see everything the game has to offer. So I'll, And there's a lot of quips and one-liners that he says when you click on stuff. So Yeah, you don't yeah. want the optimal path. You want experience. Yeah, exactly right. So I want to... S- I mean, without a guide, I can't imagine solving many of these puzzles. It's so even with the guide, some of these things were hard to do because there's also some non-pointing, clicky parts where you have to get things exactly right. And uh, but overall, I <laughs> once again recommend Grim Fandango. Is uh, I know there was a lot of talk a couple of weeks ago on the uh, Tales of the Borderlands segment for funniest Xbox game. This one ranks right up there. It is hilarious. The characters are memorable. The situations you're put in. Just a rockin' time. Uh, I have a little more on this later when it comes to some contests. But uh, in the meantime, I'll kick it over to Kenneth. Kenny, I know uh, you played some Gears 3, right? You knocked that game out. Finished it up. Oh, Finished yeah, the trilogy. Totally. Knocked the entire trilogy out. I saw the oh, ending. Oh, no, Kenny. All the f- group of four ge- uh, Gears, they went at it, beat the big you bad guy. You saw them all drown at the end. Anya Oops. was uh, a big uh, war hero. <laughs> Marcus gets to drive the float, <laughs> and Cole is in charge of confetti. <laughs> I think you're a little confused. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, right. R- wrong exclusive. Um. Oh god, no. So you guys remember last week when I was sitting here saying, you know, I feel like I'm going to be able to play Gears Three. I'm going to have a good gaming weekend. Probably stay up late on Friday, play some stuff. Saturday, I should have all day to play. Yeah. Yeah. I totally just jinxed myself. I didn't get to do none of that. So essentially, I wound up babysitting uh, Saturday. Like real oh, babies? No, not real babies. That would be awful. Uh, yeah, don't do it if you could avoid it. We had they family. Don't have a baby. <laughs> no, yeah, don't. that would be the worst. God, who would want to do that? So we had family and friends over Saturday for something Brooke was doing. She was having some jewelry party stupid thing. I don't know. And everybody decided to bring their kids. Well, they brought their kids and then they didn't want to let their kids be a part of it. So they're like, "Let's. Let, how about they just go downstairs with Kenny? I don't want... No. no bad idea. No. So I didn't want to play Gears 3 because I wanted to experience the game by myself. Alone. So instead, I played a little <laughs> bit of Assassin's Creed 2. How of roll 34 gears are you looking at? With the lights off, little mood music. <laughs> uh, never mind. So I played gear, or not gears 2. See what you do. I played some of the Assassin's Creed 2. So like I said last week, I bought the Ezio collection. And 
since I've already played Assassin's Creed 2, um, when did I say I, I beat that? Back in 2009, I think I, it was when I got my last achievement. Um, I'm like, you know what? I, I want to jump into this series. Let me just play this. Even if they're talking and asking questions, it's no big deal. Which, on the plus side, I got to spend time with my nephews and their cousins. So it's just like, and we all, you know, they all watched me play this game. So there was some family time in. But at the same time, <laughs> go away. I want to play Gears. I you got to tell them there's a nine-year-old so. game you need to get to. You need to tell them, <laughs> get out of the house. I did play some Gears exactly later, later on. <laughs> um, I got about an hour into, um, into Gears 3. So. All right, that's not bad. It's an hour more than you have. I'm giving you to the end of the year to complete the series. Series or the trilogy? Yeah. The series. Every game ever. Mm, I might be able to beat that series. As long as like four and five doesn't get stupid long, I think that might be doable. Does that include tactics and pop? Oh, yeah. God, <laughs> definitely not. Okay, so Pop, I've already uninstalled. Why? I I was looking at that game, and I'm like, I, I know I'm not going to get any more achievements. Gears Pop was always on my phone, even if I wasn't like playing it, playing it, and I wasn't super into it. I at least logged in daily to unlock or to um to collect the free stuff. But it got to the point where I was looking at my achievements. I'm like. I'm not going to get any more of these. Like I just have no real desire and to get some of the more easier ones to obtain. Um, and also just flat out. I'm not, I'm not good enough to get like gold. I'm not good at the game. Oh, come on. You're good. So I am like, I, I there's no reason for me to keep, uh, logging in daily to get the collectibles. I'm never going to be able to get the level 20. I'm not going to be able to max out a pin. Even if I played it nonstop, I don't even think there's time for me to be able to get that. So I'm just uninstalling the game. There's no point. So Gears Pop, I'm done with. Gears Tactics, I would love to be able to finish that before the end of the year, but I don't think I will be able to. But as far as like the console games, I'm very much look, trying to get that done before the end of the year. I believe in you. Foo-foo. Cuddly poof. Yay, somebody does. All right. Uh, Nate. <laughs> Let's kick it back to you. Speed round. With some game that Corey also wanted to hear about. Sure. Uh, this game is new to Game Pass. It's called Call of the Sea. It just came out today, which oh. is, if you're listening, it's a few days old. Um, <laughs> I, and, I remember uh, seeing this trailer when you did that indie thing. Yes, yes. We were very excited for this game. It was one of the ones that uh, I was really looking forward to. Uh, just because it looked really polished. And guess what? The it's game very is polished. very polished. <laughs> yes, it's quite polished. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Insert Corey's uh, <laughs> commercial right here. Um, so <laughs> from the very beginning, <laughs> in his polisher's commercial. That's a call, man. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So from the very start of this game, uh, you're dropped in literally into a dream and you are swimming. I'm not going to give any spoilers, but you're swimming through this dream. And um, what I first noticed is, number one, the game looks great. I was playing it on the series. No, actually, I was playing this on the One X. And uh looked good. 
looks really good on the one X. I haven't tried it on the, the series X yet. I'm imagining it's better. Um, but as you're swimming forward, your hands oh, wow. kind of like do like the breaststroke. And then I was like, Oh, let me look over to the side. And I noticed that the hands started like swimming as you would, if you were looking to the side and kind of leaning over and looking that way. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to try backwards. And sure enough, I start, you know, uh, going backwards and like, now she's like pushing <laughs> And I'm like, oh my gosh, they're taking into consideration in this tiny portion of the game. Your mind was that, blown. <laughs> that isn't the main part of the game because the game takes place on land. They paid attention to that. And I'm just, at that point, I like my expectations were set for like, okay. That actually is a kind of a cool little feature to think about. Yeah. And like, there's a lot of things to look at in this dream too, as you're going through. And since there's no oxygen meter, I recommend you just kind of take your time with it. Um, but I was, I was really kind of blown away. Uh, the other thing that got me about this game is at the very beginning, they're kind of speaking kind of like mumbo jumbo. Uh, and then the very first intelligible word they say, excuse me, is Nora. Ah, so they, wow. they put me in and they spelled it correctly. They spelled it with an H. Um, so I was like, oh my gosh, expectations super high. Um, but yeah, the game is really... Um, interesting it's really pulling me in it's it's really it seems really well polished um it reminds me a little bit of firewatch which i never completed but it's got that kind of narrative where you're being pulled through um you're getting a lot of story uh from the main character she's kind of talking to herself uh there's a lot of things to look at uh and you'll get more and more story as you uh open these items and click on them and then you can like rotate them um and get more story that way it, there's no action, so it does seem like you can kind of take your time with all these puzzles. Um, I have gotten to the second area, uh, so I did, I did the prologue. There's a little prologue, very short, one room. Then there's a level, you know, level one, which has a lot of rooms you can kind of go through and a couple different puzzles for you to solve. Uh, and then you progress on to level two. Um, so I have just started level two. And uh, I am really enjoying this. I am really looking forward to it. Have not used the guide yet. Um, and I, I then started it on the PC because guess what? This is also on Game Pass Ultimate for PC, and it's a stack. Hey. Yeah. You hear so that? I started playing wow. it. Wow. Totally games, two stacks <laughs> each. Yep. I started playing it on my totally underpowered PC. Uh, and because I'd, I'd done all that on the Xbox, I just flew through that first level super fast. And I started to load into the second level, and the game crashed. Oh. So I think it has to do oh. with my PC being so underpowered. So I, so I kicked everything down. Yeah, I kicked everything down <laughs> to the lowest settings, <laughs> and it keeps crashing. So I, I'm not sure what's going to happen. I'm, I'm hoping that they'll push out an update, and I don't know. I don't really want to buy a new PC <laughs> on a clock. Um, <laughs> so you, might need the to, game. you might need to call for a new PC. Uh, yes. Have you, man, you checked all of the PC? I get you. Have you checked the thing. achievements for this game? Um, I I glanced at them and they seem. Um, I don't want to pay too much attention to them, but they do seem like they're progression based, along with a little bit of fun. Yeah. So, um. Uh, Nora comes up a lot. Just say that. Um, yeah, well, that's the main character's name, yeah. so yeah, you'll see it. Yeah, there's one though that the description stood out, and this is a secret uh, achievement. So I, I don't think you're gonna you're gonna hate me, but if you do, that's okay. 
this one's called Fawning Developers. It's the name of the achievement. And it says, the description is, we know it. We are the teacher's pet. In capital letters, buy all Raw Fury games. I love it. Subliminal <laughs> advertising. That's great. Definitely. A little advertising for sure. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm excited to play this game. I was watching a video for this. It, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> like, this is probably I, a foo-foo game. That's a good point. I should probably tell you what the story is. Um, yeah, I, I <laughs> just looking, or I'm sorry, just watching the, um, just watching a trailer, I don't have a sense of what's going on. So, yeah, so you play as Nora. Um, <clears throat> your husband has gone off in search of a cure for your family um, uh, affliction. Like, apparently in your family, there is something that curses everyone uh, where you have, like, mottled, you know, you know, blotched skin uh, and apparently difficulty wow. walking or something <laughs> like that. This um, is like the 1930s, right? Yeah, this is set in the 1930s. Uh, so your husband goes okay. off exploring... Uh, to this island, to he off of Tahiti, to um, I hear it's a magical place. Yeah, <laughs> I, I get you. Um, Coulson. I'm so and, glad somebody got that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so he's going. He's gone. He's he has not returned. You've heard nothing from him, and Nora is going out to find her husband. Uh, and when she gets to this island, she suddenly feels better. So something about this location. It's a magical place. Uh, and it does it does kind of rejuvenate her, and she's able to uh, start being more mobile. And so, who knows who knows what's going to happen? I'm only like I said, I'm only trying to get to the second chapter on the BC, and uh, I'm ready to load it up on the Xbox. But I am my expectations are set. I like the immersion of this game. I like how good it looks. Uh, yeah, yeah, great add to Game Pass. Good on you for very, picking very uh, good. Two games with the female protagonists. Nicely done. Well, you know, that's you know, it's how I roll. That's what hey, you do. hey, hey, you can pick a boy or a girl in Monster Sanctuary. And on my Windows playthrough, I just started a girl. <laughs> and in Fogs, hey. I made one of my dogs a girl. Fogs. <laughs> now, and super brief, I'm gonna I'm gonna add I'm gonna throw in a third thing. This is a bonus. Ooh. Uh, Ooh. The Song of Iron demo is out. There's no achievements to this. It is a game I've been looking forward to. I don't know if it was on a showcase or not. Um, this game looks great. It plays... Mm, it's a demo for a reason. It needs a little bit of work, um, but it shows a lot of promise. Um, like I said, no achievements. You can play through all the way to a, a boss battle. Once that boss battle is over, it's, the demo is over. And that you can choose to play as a boy or a girl as well. Oh, I like this. Yes, I love the the look of it, and uh, yeah, I think uh, you guys should check it out. And if you, if you think it looks interesting, you should wait to play it because it uh, it shows promise. All right, that looks sweet. Yeah, and Corey, what's what's the other game you got? All right, we're gonna go through this quick, right? Because we're going long. Doubt. Land Flicks Odyssey. So this is the game I streamed the previous week, and it's a platformer. And the story is like you're Larry. Your name is Larry, a boy. You can't pick a girl, L. I'm sorry. And your remote dies. And you have to put <laughs> in batteries. It. And you find these batteries under your couch and they're radioactive. And then you're transported into like your TV, which like you're you watching Landflakes. By a radioactive battery. 
This yeah. is an Adam Sandler movie, right? Uh, I I hope that he does the adaptation. But you're watching like Land Flicks, right? So obviously it's a spin on Netflix. And you have to traverse oh. these different shows through different platforming levels. They have nine or eight levels each. And and then you're trying to get the, the, the good batteries back because like your, your scientist uncle split into an evil scientist or something. I don't know. It got real convoluted. I didn't follow it. I was just there for the platforming and it delivered. Now, the shows that it's parodying are The Walking Dead, the, uh, the Breaking Bad is there, Game of Thrones, Daredevil. There's one more. One more. And mm, it's Power Rangers. Mm, the bat's so close so close oh my gosh what is it it's probably the one i played the most too terminator golden girls no 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 uh wwe stranger things that's what it is uh stranger things they they i didn't play the entire game yet but i played all of the stranger things one and i played at least one level of each of the other ones and you get coins throughout the levels you need to use those coins to unlock other episodes and you go from there. And I know at least in the Stranger Things one, they had a gimmick of like the upside down. And so the other stuff had different gimmicks like The Walking Dead. Like you get like a gun because there's no guns in uh, Stranger Things. Stranger Things. So, you know, they each have their <laughs> own feel and flavor. And I love that. And the story's funny. I, I love parody stuff anyways, and I love platformers. And this one is a straight 7 or 8 out of 10 on it, just as platforming. So I'm there for that. I recommend Lampix Odyssey if you like either platformers or parodies. And that's me. Hmm, $15. See, I'm going like, I'm not thinking about price a lot. That's a little much if i were to think about it ten dollars would be the ultimate sweet spot but in a game it does its platforming well and that is enough for me from the videos i've watched it and watching you stream 15 doesn't seem outrageous i was watching you stream this and you said at the very beginning it was a little floaty right it's a little floaty a tiny bit like like the messenger is better than Landflix Odyssey, but Landflix Odyssey is better than Foxy Land Two. Oh, sure so. <laughs> Everything is oh, better gosh. in Foxy Land. Hey, they, they have dessert boxes. Dare you, the modern when the quest. jump button only worked eighty percent of the time. Yeah, Terrible okay. game. I, I hated I did, Foxy Land. I did say on stream that I thought it ate some of my input, some of my jumps, mm. but. Some of that could have been on me. I don't know. You know how it is. There was one section. There was one le- like level that was like an auto scroller kind of level. I was in a vehicle, and all you could do is jump. I had a time or two with that level, but we got past it. We got past it, and we continued on. And yeah, well, it Land does sound looks obviously as you're describing it. It does sound like there's a lot of variety, um, and that would keep the game feeling fresh even though it does like i said eight or nine levels per show there's a special features that you lock i think there's probably five levels there one for each show you like an extra level and none of the levels 
take too long from start to finish. So it's probably going to be like, if I had to guess, it's probably going to be categorized as four to six, maybe six to eight hours. Well, it's probably not six to eight hours, probably four to six hours on TA. Uh, you have to get all the coins. So it's like you, you have to like, you know, collect everything. Uh, and there are secrets in the levels, but I found a little, I found something on stream where it's like, you could definitely tell where the secret areas are because they put like a random icon on the wall and <laughs> it made it super obvious, but you know, what are you going to do? Um, but yeah, I, 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 I like it. It's good. All right. It's good. Well, let's move on from the game showcase. Let's do something a little bit different this week. All right. So take the script, rip it up. Who cares about it? So we're talking about games. Let's, let's stick with t- with talking about games. Let's scroll down a little bit to a co- to contest. Let's get into the twelve days of Christmas. Obviously, this is the most recent TA uh, contest that's out right now. Uh, L, why don't you go into it? what have you been playing? Any highlights of the games you've got? What are Ooh. the days? Can you tell me the days? Sure, I guess I can tell a day. You got to sing it though. I'm not, I, you can sing it. You're the singer oh, on the I, show. We're, we I are currently, we're currently on day eight, so we know eight days. I wouldn't do that. I, I, I'm not a singer. On the I'm first <laughs> day of Christmas. No, 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 no. True achievements gave to me. I like that, Corey. Thank you. Well, I'm going to start from the beginning. Last week, we started up with the uh, first day of Christmas was an Xbox One X enhanced pop. And I'm pretty sure I wasn't the only one that popped a cake bash achievement during our stream last week as uh, our number one achievement. Right, it definitely wasn't right, Kenny cool. who didn't sign up. But yes, nope, Kenny did not sign Damn up. Damn it, for Kenny! Uh, and then number two, day number two was two brawling fights, which was two achievements in the beat 'em up, hack and slash, or fighting genres. <clears throat> our very own NBA Kirkland said, "You know what? Is anybody else combining?" Uh, 12 Days of Christmas with uh, RTDL lists. So I'm like, oh, sign me up. This so just <laughs> Ravens beat the Cowboys 34-17. Go right, continue. Yay. Screw you, Cowboys. <laughs> Do they still have a uh, Tony Romo on the team? Hmm, I don't know. So, well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sure. All right. Back to you, Al. Oh, sorry. Yeah, so... I went ahead and went to my hardest achievement on my RTDL this week. And by hardest, I mean highest ratio and not the hardest at all. It is in Killer Instinct called Orchid Chosen One. And what you got to do for that one is play 200 matches as Orchid. <sighs> so what you can do. Sounds is set terrible. It, yeah, so you can set it to the hardest difficulty and just get beat up and just keep hitting A2 rematch over and over and over. Or if you have a nephew, makes life a little bit easier. I do not have a nephew. I have more like a stepson. You have like a cousin the, twice um, removed. <laughs> yes. Uh, I uh, sh- actually did. Uh, you could stream. You can't stream on the Series X, which sucks. So I streamed from my One uh, X to my Surface and used the Hori Pad to, uh, to ma- uh, turbo the A button and got that one done along with another Killer Instinct Achievemento. Anybody else do their day two? Battletoads. 
Oh, I want to say... I actually did Battletoads because it was on my RTDL list, but I didn't get my RTDL achievement in those two, so I just left it. <laughs> well, then. You seem dedicated to that RTDL. I mean... I got one. I used Castle Crashers Remastered and Streets of Rage 4. Just Good like, choice. Just ah. easy ones to get. I mean, Castle Crashers is an overrated piece of crap, but uh, Streets of Rage 4 is awesome. How dare you? How <laughs> dare you, sir? <laughs> I mean, I know it reminds you of a Power Ranger, so that's why you love it, Kenny. Ugh, such an average brawler. It does? Day three. No, it doesn't. Three old games. Uh, so for this one, you needed to play three Xbox 360 games, which I'm sure people complained about because people suck. Uh, I wound up using Minecraft 360, Life is Strange 360, and the one I was excited to get back to was Alice Madness Returns. I will hopefully be able to talk about that one in the next week or two. Finally going through that campaign. I started it three years ago. Oh, I finally got back to it. This um, one happens to be the only one I want to talk it's, about. It's I my most interesting it day. Xbox One enhanced. You want to hear it? I was just going to say quickly that it's on uh, Game Pass now with Xbox Play. So I would check that game out. But go ahead, Corey. All right, like I said, this is the only day that is interesting in my entire list. Uh, I decided to go against the grain of the people complaining, and I started. I, I don't. I don't do a lot of 360 games. I started three 360 games just for this day. Um, Batman: Arkham Asylum, yes, Gotti Edition. Yes, Corey. Hey. Yes, Corey. <laughs> uh, Batman: okay. Arkham Origins. So this was sent to me by uh, Skeptical Mario earlier this year. So I got that. And then the last one, I put on my big boy pants and I bought a brand new game just for this. Batman Arkham Origins Blackgate <laughs> Edition, uh, Blackgate Deluxe Edition, which is a Vayner, just like Arkham Asylum. So two Vayners on the 360 are now on my tag. And uh, I'm actually looking, really looking forward to playing that 400 pointer next year. Yeah, I jumped the gun. What? I thought that's the one you were talking about. That's the one I'm proud of. <laughs> oh, yeah. you, you should have just done Symphony of the Night at that point. I already Get started them that. Big I already started that. I, and then, right. I already started that, and it would have took me like more than 10 minutes to get the next achievement in All there. Right. And uh, well, you, I've been meaning to buy this Blackgate game. Kush has praised it. I've been watching it for two years. It's not gone on sale. Never goes on sale. Yep. I might as well go ahead and get it before they take it off the store and 360 <laughs> blows up. I don't know. This just in, it's on sale. No, it's on sale. Well, I'd buy you a copy. Nate, did you do was. anything for this? Yeah, thank you. Yes, I did. I did um, uh, Castle Crashers, um, original, and did some Sacred Citadel <laughs> and some Battle Block Theater, all um, backwards compatible. So oh. did not fire up the 360, did it all on the X1. Oh, man. I like Sacred Citadel. And Castle Crashers was actually interesting that you could um, save your data from that and move it to the Castle Crashers. Uh, yes, master. and I that seem was, to remember cool. getting farther with with characters than I actually did. So I was like comparing the two. I was like, really, my highest level character is the Red Knight, and he's only like level twenty or something, not super high. So, and Battle Block Theater is is another overrated fun, game. Overrated game. No, sucks. It's, it's, I wouldn't say overrated. You need skill. I'd say it's fine. <laughs> Don't listen to Ken. He's never heard of it. I'm, I'm only saying that because L likes Battle Block more than Castle Crashers. 
Uh, I definitely do, as far as Behemoth goes. I've only played a little bit of Battle Block. (laughs) I've never, like, played it, played it. You should have picked all Behemoth games. No, they weren't all Behemoth games, but they were, you know, two-thirds. But it was just, you know, they were there. I already had them installed, uh, and they were backwards compatible, so. You love to see it. You love to see it. Day number four was for achievements that do not have guides. <laughs> Which is the funniest one because... Um, <laughs> I love this one. <laughs> because this one can change as it goes. People writing guides can change the tide. <laughs> but you can't... Once you unlock it, you're it's locked in. Once you, you unlock it, you're good. Yeah, yes, that is true. Fun. It's only done uh, if I you play something like a long game like gardens and gnomes or something. I don't know. So get yours and then comment on it. So, I mean, that would be the good Samaritan thing to do. Mm-hmm. Fill TA with out. walkthroughs and guides with guides. Yeah. It's not a bad thing. to do. That that's the whole reason I came do. to this site. It's not a spiteful thing to do unless you're death dealers. That's my and deal. Going, <laughs> and you're going through her whole list and just putting random solutions to anything she needs. No, I wouldn't do that. I noticed that I needed, to complete area one of journey mode in Tetris effect. That seemed easy enough without a guide. And I got that one. And on the way, got a th- I, clear, uh, I cleared a thousand lines and I achieved player level 10. So easy stuff without a guide. And then I noticed that day five had one for 100 pointers. So I have uh, the, what are they called? The arc games, arc systems. Arc system works. Well, wow, wow. Okay then. No <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> no voice modulator there. Oh you gotta you gotta turn on reverb, don't you know? Don't you know? You turn on reverb and Hey, don't you know? <laughs> That's Minnesota. You gotta change your uh, background and your avatar and invite someone to a private match and uh see your day screen. five looks like my day That's five. It. And my That's day four because those are so well, easy they don't need guides. Well I noticed that Double Dragon Three had didn't have guides for any of them either, so I used them for that game for day four and day five. Um, so going back to day four, did anyone else use anything different for four that need a guide? I Eight. did uh, cold silence. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> did this brand new achievement? It's a really hard. Yes. Uh, so I totally turn on the those. game. Turn on the game, start. start on easy. Okay, no. Okay, turn <laughs> off the game, Turn start on hard. Okay, do insane. Uh, yeah, so I got I got four super cheesy ones uh, and uh, moved on to day five. And on day five, I played a little game. You may not have heard of it before, uh, but it's called Submerged. And it <laughs> that game has a lot of 100-point oh, achievements. So, sounds vaguely familiar. Yeah. Does it have yeah, a female so protagonist? I, I submerged myself in that game. Ah, oh, uh, good one, good one. Got, I like that. Yeah, got five one hundreds. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. And uh, Corey, you said you also used uh, Arc Systems games. Yeah, day four, day five, no guides, and yeah, they're all awesome. hard pointers, and they take about five seconds. So, all right, that's what it did. So di- <laughs> Maybe not so that for- long. So uh, six, pick your platform. You have to pick uh, six achievements that are Xbox Play anywhere. So this is one that got me. I planned why? it out. Well, I'll tell Th- you why. This is what you're all about. I'll tell you why. I planned it out. Tell me why. So uh, <laughs> so my next Grim Fandango session, I, w- I would nail this one. I would get six achievements in, in that I game. I just love which I you a, a session for, for Grim Fandango. Hey, what's the word well, for this? It's the weirdest thing. <laughs> you, you simuled it? 
Yeah, yeah, the simul session. Simuled it. We did, all right, and we have a, a chat room for it, and we post uh, pictures and, and videos, and, duck pics, and, and mm-hmm. maybe. Uh, so, long story. No, short, it's Grim Fandango. They're all dead. <sighs> long story short, uh, they did not count as play anywhere for reasons unbeknownst to me. Apparently, in the Microsoft Store, it is not listed as play anywhere. Both Rada lives. The tentacle is. Yeah. <laughs> is it the Xbox uh, so Store or is it TA? The Microsoft Store. Oh, so I guess they okay. go based on what that says. So that, not, that would tell me that the saves don't transfer. I believe they they do, and it's misleading. Oh, well, then, yeah. I did not check it myself. That's just a little snafu, then. Yeah. There's no reason why two of them would work in one of them. So that sucked, but the good news is it got me to go back to something I've been meaning to get back to for a while, which is uh, Forza Horizon 4. And Great game. I did. Uh, that game has a measly 169 achievements. Uh, that's already wow. been uh, that's already been updated yeah. today. Oh, yeah. you're yeah. right. You're right. Nine new ones today. Oh, so that makes uh, what over 170 achievements. That's 169 <laughs> plus something. I don't know. It has that many. What I thought it was nine. I thought it was nine new yeah, ones. Yeah. It's a, yeah, you thought I was kidding? It's not. It's really that many achievements. And so I did oh some my basic God, ones. It has 178 achievements. Yep. I did some basic stuff in that game, and that is the last day that I uh, got up to. Nate, what about you? Yeah, I the last day I've completed so far is day six as well, and I used Samsara. Um, that game, if you uh, don't actually want to do the puzzles, is super fast because um, you can just look at a <laughs> screenshot. <laughs> and, and solve the puzzles um, or whatever. There's, there's a whole bunch of easy stuff that you can get to. Uh, I, I think there's like three achievements that are like pretty easy to get once you get to a particular level. I think it's the fourth board. Uh, but no, I was taking a little break uh, and I just used this as kind of like a, you know, an aperitif uh, for my brain uh, between sessions of work. And uh, yeah, I, I got stuck once or twice. There were like some concepts that I hadn't quite grass wow. since the last time I played this. So I was just like, hmm. Uh, so I did refer to a guide once or twice uh, to get, you know, like a technique primer. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah, okay. So that's the type of thing I can do to solve these types of puzzles. So, Nate. Uh, But I gave them all an honest <laughs> try. Yeah? Nate, you just blew my mind. Uh, in, in Grim Fandango. <laughs> oh, okay. Gladys uh, <laughs> is a, a not the smartest character, but he mutters the word aperitif, and I just lost it. <laughs> I, I have, haven't heard that word in a long time, and now I heard it twice in a few days. So. Oh, okay. You need to play this game. Just play it. Enjoy. I have played love it. it. No, not with your 15-year-old self, with, with your now self. Mm. You'll get more out of it. Get more out of it. Um, I played one Sarah. Yeah. The, uh, oh, did you get through a whole year? Yeah, I got well. I'm I'm at the very end of the first year. I have to do like okay, two more conversations or something. Okay, cool. Uh, so Sarah, yeah, that's the the best walkthrough there is. You just look at screenshots and you and you copy it. Yeah, there was word going around today that apparently I'm known for not using guides. I use guides all the time in walkthroughs. I and complain about it, but I do use other people. But I I looked at those screenshots Quite myself often. like a big boy. I did play Samsara on my Surface because that one you, I just used the touchscreen and it was, it was uh, nice and easy. So I recommend that one too. That's a good one. That was a good pick, Nate. Did you say what you used, Corey? Uh, I did my favorite thing and I started a new game, Gears Tactics. 
Uh, now that I'm done with Mutant Year Zero, let's keep on this uh, real-time strategy train. Mini Bean Dive? Mini Bean Dive, yeah. Because my the Arc System works for brand new games, too. I kind of wish for the first two days I would have used a brand new game, and then I would have just had brand new games every mm. day, but... It didn't. Ha- it wasn't in the cards, but yeah, Gears Tactics is now my tag. Twelve dives of Christmas. I know, right? <laughs> All right, and as it stands, we have a day seven is called Seven. Don't you miss these? So catchy. Well, whoever came up with these, brilliant. Uh, these are seven achievements flagged missable. Of course, this is after going through Grim Fandango with its forty-one missables. Thanks, but I'm sure I could find something somewhere. D8 is eight achievements from games that have walkthroughs. That should be easy enough. Plenty of games on TA have walkthroughs. Probably Grim Fandango. <laughs> Grim Fandango, yes. Yes, that one I used the Xbox walkthrough. Unlike the other two, I used the PlayStation walkthroughs. This one got a nice shiny Xbox one. It's worked pretty good so far. Got to go with the home turf. Um, Man, it's too bad we don't we... know what day, day nine is. It's revealed in five hours. If you had to guess, mm. <laughs> the magic of editing five hours happens, and now we know it. If I had to guess, though, I would probably say it's spelling challenge because we haven't had one of those yet. Mm. Oh, yeah, I don't. I think you're wrong. What I would you possibly they, be spelling? I bet you they picked a Christmassy word. Well, they definitely would have revealed it after. The first few days of the G test spelling competition, where I'm spelling A through Z, and they definitely wouldn't pick another word like mistletoe, where I have to get an M I S T L E T O E, but they did, and you have to spell mistletoe. Don't ask me what I'm going to use yet because I don't know. What are you going to use? Uh, I'm probably going to use little all yeah. new games. All Your new mom. games. All new games. I could. I could probably work that out. Although, ACA Neo Geos, I'll start with the same thing. So, so yeah. Uh, you need to spell mistletoe on day nine. Mistletoe. What about day ten? Hmm, that should have been... Well, day ten is uh, is where Death Dealers dies in 12 days. <laughs> oh, wait. Death Dealers is good at shooters. Does it have to do with shooters? Oh, it does have to do with Fufu shooters. You just have to one. get 10 achievements in sh- the shooter genre. So Death Dealers will struggle oh. a little bit, but that should be pretty easy. You probably have like 45 pages worth of shooters in your list. Well, if she needs help, I'm sure she can ask you for some help. Maybe she can jump in on your Gears 4 boost. Hey, there we go. But that's it. That's today. That's the podcast dropping. So we already knew all that. How mm-hmm. boring is that? Well, of course. Now, by any chance, do we know the next two days? Oh, I don't know. That would be a spoiler. Come on. We don't spoil things here. Or do we? I think you mean we might know it, but it's a secret. Oh, that's right. It is a s- secret. <laughs> <laughs> you know what deodorant Kenny wears? Secret. Secret. <laughs> that was so dumb. Secret. <laughs> Clinical strength. <laughs> All right. Well, in that case, let's say him. What, you, should, wait, wait, wait. you should. Uh, we should. If you don't want to be spoiled, what do you, what, what should you do, Kenny? Hey, uh, hang on. Let me put. Let me bring some sort of music up right now. 
let, let, scrub scrub like a minute and but if you still hear whatever music kenny puts in at this point then you know it's still danger territory l what, what what's the next two days are you trying to get me in trouble i am trying to get you in trouble you're the one that got him for for us i was sworn to secrecy so i will not well, tell on you on secret it i will not tell you that day 11 is aerial automobile and naval genre Wow. Naval, like belly buttons? Damn, you stole my genre. <laughs> Don't be thinking on L terms now. That's not This good. is what happens when... I know. You, you finish each you other's... before we record? Sandwiches. <laughs> Day 12 is Link Frog. And what that means is the last letter of the achievement you lock has to then match the first letter of the next achievement you unlock. So, for example, if the achievement ends with an R, that... You're going to need to pick an achievement that begins with an R as your next one. So on you got to so do that 12, 12 times. times. 12 times. And by the time you do that, it will probably be New Year's Eve, which is the last day you can unlock stuff for this. So no. Got to do them on day 12 or it doesn't count. Oh, all right. That's how I roll. You got to do it day of. So, like, none of these are hard, right? Mm. There should be a hard badge on TA. I'm just going to say that. I mean... Not everyone has access to all the crappy games we do. So. All right, fine. You are one hundred percent correct, but they can. I am uh, They can kiss my. <laughs> there should Whoa, be an kiss my grits. <laughs> they should have an asterisk. <laughs> so, can you sing the song for me, L? This can be patron special. I, I will sing it. Um, Fug special. I will sing it later with accompanying music. Okay. Oh. Hey. Oh, okay. Patron specials. Fancy pants. But the patrons have to promise not to unsub. <laughs> uh, love everybody. All right. That's the only contest that matters, right? No one cares about anything else. Speaking of well, the, well, uh, well, I don't the really good, the good contest. I don't want to talk about how we had to uh, waste bonuses this week in GTA. So just move oh. on to something else. No, we're, we're going to talk about no, GTA no, no. real no, quick. No, no, real at quick. Let's at least shout out the losers. All right, fine, fine, fine. Corey, uh, go ahead. And sh- go ahead and shout out the losers. G- all right, G Test 2020. We have uh, some losers from the past week. Uh, we actually have a lot, um, and that would be Enigma Gamer 77. He is out of the individual side. It's alive, which is uh, that's it's alive. <laughs> he's set on the individual <laughs> side. <laughs> I don't think he's alive anymore. Uh, yeah, good point. Uh, both of them are out on the individual side. For teams, though, Oz Buffniak's team is out. Scooby and the gang, um, they rest in peace. Enigma Gamer 77 also out on team as well as individual. His team name, Pineapples on Pizza. Totally I don't know how allowed. you can get so wrong, so much wrong in a sentence. No, it's allowed. You know, pineapple on pizza. No, uh, pineapple on pizza is terrible. Have you had pineapple it's on poison. pizza with pepperoni? I don't That's put fruit. No, I don't. I don't like hot fruit most of the time. You like tomatoes, right? No. Oh. I mean, I like ketchup and tomato sauce, and I'll eat a tomato, but I'm not going to pick a tomato, put salt on it, and eat it raw. That's a thing they do that? down that here. That sounds awful. Anyways, the <laughs> last community team that uh, we lost was a big one. All four members are part of it. Lame. P-Tarts need a guide <laughs> to Massachusetts. <laughs> this is the team of, as you guessed it, P-Tart, TX, Mr. 
P-tart, not TX. Matism and Facial Lafleur. They are all gone on the team side. I think we saw earlier in the Discord, like somewhere around 53 teams used bonuses this past week. It was nuts. My team used one bonus. Um, I don't remember if we needed it or not, but I definitely didn't wake up and have to scramble, which was nice, uh, especially because the bonus for last week was ending on gamer score from the whole team that divided by a thousand and we were there uh i don't want to mention how chronos went over that by like five or ten points and he had to get another Oof. like 900 while everybody was sleeping but i just did so shout out to chronos for that uh if you are still in it or if you still care uh this week's bonuses are you get 50 achievements in solo, which which you basically have to do to survive at this point, I would say. So, yeah, 50 achievements in solo stuff. is pretty easy, almost to give me, especially if you're doing 12 days. I think I think Alex even did the math, and if you do 12 days and you do it on the days, I think you would go well over what you need this week. Uh, and on the team side, it's one of my favorites. Spelling Spell. competition. Oh. Uh, well, actually, not really spelling. You have to get achievements with the letters that start from A to Z. So that's 26 letters. You don't have to go in order. And you just need to lock an achievement with that letter all the way from A to Z. And I'm going to brag on myself. Pre-brag camp, I did this on the first day. <laughs> oh, That's because you are no ordinary person. I know, I'm a little extra. Ordinary. You're very extra. I was already doing, like, I'm just going to tell you. I was already doing a uh, Bard's Tale and cheat mode method, and that gave me, like, I don't know, a third of these characters. Then I played a little Rattalaka gym called Ord. Now, that is a piece of RNG bullcrap that I got some Whoa. good letters out of. I got an X and a Z and a Y and a U, I think. And I got some others, but, man... The, the randomness of that game, I tell you what, if, if you don't like random, you'll be yelling at it. And then I just finished up with a lot of random stuff. I had like six, maybe five or six games that I just got one achievement in to fulfill the alphabet and bonus done. Well, actually, bonus is not done. My teammates have to do it, so they better deliver and uh, we'll be on our merry way. On to the next period. This, uh... This is a strange one, a four to five hour visual novel. It's uh, it's all text based. It's all text based. It gives you like a Sounds word. Terrible. Like wake up, and then uh, no no <clears throat> alarm, and you have to choose wake up or snooze. I'm gonna give you a snooze. hint. If you snooze five times, that's an achievement. Hmm. Uh, but you wake up, and then it's like you're in your house. Leave your house. Stay in your house. And you you leave your house, and it seems to always follow the same path like the next thing you do is go into a forest and then it go like starts to branch off from there you can like make your way to a dungeon somehow or a village and then certain things happen in in those places and you have to choose different things like there's a guide on steam on how to get these achievements but you have to be lucky and hope that that those options those text options are given to you more often than not the ones you want 
aren't going to come up. So it's it's RNG bullcrap. That's all I can say. When you do the thing with the clock, after you wake up, do you grab a brush and put a little makeup? No, <laughs> I don't. I don't get that reference. But you don't do. That. Oh, Corey, is it a song? <laughs> yes, yes. Put on yes. a brush and get a little makeup. Nope, I don't know. System of a down. System of a down. How that do you not, not know that? System of a down. Yeah, sing it for me. I don't know it. I actually can't sing that song. Oh wait. Yeah, it's something like, you know. You, you want to wake up? Yes, I know Shake up. I know this. Why'd you leave from, your keys upon the table? Yeah, yeah, I know this from Weird Al. You want to do? Why'd you get another table? You wanted to. That's a Weird Al medley. Yes, the white the white boy polka. Yep. <laughs> I just think I drafted my mind into a suit. Yeah, something like that. That goes into the next part. Close enough. Yeah, so my rendition was way off. But that you did not do very that. much so. Uh, yeah, but so, yeah, Ord has like every letter in the alphabet. If you want to try it, go for yeah. it. And the achievements are worth sixteen G each. Oh, oh is it? I didn't even notice the game score. Oh my! Because you know, goodness. I'm a G like that, and I don't care. Sixteen about that. times, and there's sixty-two achievements. Yep, bunch of sixteens and one twenty-four. Wow. Kiefer. Weird. So I guess stay away from it if you're, you know, afraid of gamer score or compared that, that ends in a, a number like that. But for those who aren't, it's a great choice for this week's G Task Team Challenge. What was it again? <laughs> or after the cho- Ord. 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 After the chop suey thing, I kind of forgot. <laughs> Ord, and it will get you nowhere in the gamer tag challenge. True. That's your cue, Nate. And the Gamertag Challenge that we're talking about is for December. And that game, that Gamertag that Challenge. That was from a fart. Sorry, yeah, I'm just <laughs> coughing. I had a frog in my throat. <laughs> yeah, uh, Wheezy Fuzz <laughs> is the Gamertag Challenge for December. Uh, his wild card game is uh, any achievement or previous completion in Graveyard Keeper. Uh, and his bonus, I don't think I mentioned this last time. Uh, he is a nurse who used to specialize in cardiac. So that's why we chose Nobody Makes Me Bleed My Own Blood. Achievements with the words heart or blood anywhere oh. in the title. You did not mention the nurse. No, thing we before. did not mention why we chose that. It makes yep. sense now. Yeah. Now let's take it back. Let's go back, back a little bit. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's go to Wheeling and Dealing because we haven't talked about sales yet. This is Nate's favorite time in the podcast. <laughs> So, since it's Nate's favorite time on the podcast, we're going to go to L first. L, that what makes a lot of sense. You recommend? It makes a total lot of sense. <laughs> I saw you nodding off. So, so much sense. We have a dollar. It's a money joke. Economy. Economics. What? Don't worry <laughs> about it. <laughs> Don't you know L has some recommendations? Mm-hmm. Well, since I am everyone's famous, famous, everyone's famous? favorite grammar Nazi. Infamous. To definitely uh, recommend Typo Man, uh, which is a remarkable two dollars. I I should have seen this that game coming. at launch for ten dollars. Shockingly and surprisingly, you should have just waited. I know I should have waited three years for it to go down seven. You bought it on launch. For Don't $10. buy games, though. Don't now. buy. Yes, I played this game legit, which everyone should, especially on a first go through. 
Um, you basically use the words to solve the puzzles. Stop it, Corey. What? Wait, what did you say? <laughs> I was trying to originally say that oh, you look, bought it on, at launch for $10, but now the listeners can buy it on lunch for $2. On their lunch <laughs> break, they can buy the game. <laughs> That's good. Thank you. I liked it. I liked it. it it's a word thing. Like you it. typo, man. Um... That's exactly right. Um, like lunch, if you put an A in lunch, you get lunch. I get it. It's kind of like the British yes. people. They put extra U's in their words, but it's kind of like that. Um, the one thing about this game achievement-wise is that it unfortunately has a limbo-esque achievement that you need to beat the game with five or less deaths. I was unsuccessful in my attempts, but I have nine friends that were successful in doing it. Did you say five or less? Oh, I know, I know. Five or fewer. I know. <laughs> there we go. I'm the worst grammar Nazi. I'm the worst grammar Nazi. I know. I know. And and Weird Al told me that in Word Crimes several times, and I can't remember it. It's a word crime. Uh, even Jables did it, so I guess I can definitely do it if Jables did. But I recommend that one. And Concept Destruction, I talked about that uh, when I got my Series X. Um, that's $3.00. But the thing about it is, now that we know that uh, Day 11 is automobiles, I'll just use this game for all of it. Easy and done. Easy completo. <laughs> and I'm going to be hitting all right. Going to be hitting Nate less times yes. and fewer times. Speaking of Nate. Definitely more times. What do you got, Nate? Oh, was oh, I supposed to pass it off right. to Nate? Super fast. Sail away. Um, definitely how we're supposed to do it. <laughs> Super fast. Uh, Conga Master. This is $2 down from 10 It's marked as dance, but yeah, you're dancing, but it's, I don't know. It doesn't seem like a dance game to me. Uh, you're, you're moving around the dance floor trying to uh, collect people to build out your conga line. That's it. I mean, Is it like it's Snake? Kind of, it's more like Snake than it is a dance game. Yeah. Um, it's kind of... I like this game. I, I got distracted as I do. Um, but yeah, it's a fun, fun game and it's two bucks. So check it out. Uh, absolute drift Zen edition. Now don't be scared. Uh, when you're looking at this on TA, it says that it's partly discontinued. That is the PC version. The Xbox version gets achievements just fine. I did it myself today just to make sure that achievements are unlocking and they are unlocking on the Xbox version. No problem. And Zen Abs or sorry, Absolute Drift Zen Edition will cost you three dollars down from twelve. It's listed as arcade racing. Hey, that might be a day. Um, another game hmm. far loan sales uh, is seven fifty down from fifteen. It's called an adventure, uh, or it's labeled as an adventure game. I, I saw a review on this game that made it sound like a really interesting kind of chill game. Um, so Very there's chill. no combat. Yeah. You're just, you're basically just moving from left to right through the desert, repairing your ship, uh, as you go, um, by the power of wind, you're <laughs> being propelled across this desert. Sounded like an interesting game. 750. Eh, it might be, might be worth checking out. And finally, the last game I want to talk about is where the water tastes like wine Xbox edition. And it is $6 <laughs> down from 20. Uh, it is labeled as adventure. But this game, it looks more like a choose-your-own-adventure. Um, if you've watched any of the videos for it, uh, it seems like it's very much story-driven. In fact, you're collecting stories, and uh, you're using them as a kind of currency 
in this game. Um, and there's an overworld aspect where you're kind of, you do have a little bit of agency as to where you're going. You're going to follow this path. You're going to go over here and talk to this little question mark on the map and maybe gain a story or something like that. Um, it looks interesting. And I, it's had good reviews. I think Corey was telling me it had good reviews on steam where people were talking about the story aspect and the gameplay. Um, so yeah, you might want to check it out. I'm tempted. Basically I just like the title. Um, (laughs) and I thought it was maybe worth (laughs) checking out. Yeah. Lots of little deals this week. Yeah. I'm still trying to figure out how, uh, there's a dance game that is not a connect title. Conga master. Yeah, I can't imagine trying to play Conga Master with Connect. That would be uh, insane. Well, just dance. Those aren't especially with one okay. person. You need you need a line. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Right, there's a Coke joke, well, Coke joke in there somewhere. I won't say. <laughs> Go ahead. Not again. Probably Not, it's probably somewhere on the hand. Coke jokes. <laughs> and if you don't want to spend any money, we got some games coming to Game Pass. Uh, January fifth is Killer Queen. Yes, and is Phoenix that, uh, Wright is that replacing uh, Gang Beasts as our January game? No, so we will still stream at Gang Beasts. I think next week. No, that's in January. But whoa, whoa, whoa! I think. Aw, I don't know. We haven't talked about it. Uh, so Killer Queen is an eight-player game, and I started a little duel in Discord, saying that Kenny and I should play L and Kush in a Youngs versus Old. It, that, see, if you do math, that's not eight people, though, so we would have to invite two people each. True. <laughs> All right, I'm down. <laughs> and uh, and then we would have a full game. So, But this is this is turning into like a decades thing, and so now we might have like a small tournament for Killer Queen. I think it's Killer Queen Black, I think is the actual name of the game. Uh, it's killer queen might be like an arcade thing, but, uh, it's, it's kind of re- remind me, I want to say our IDAR, but it's not like gameplay like IDAR, but it's just like a screen and you have, there's three different ways you can win. I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about, but it looks fun. And I've heard really good things about killer queen and it's eight players. So that's pretty cool. And I think we're going to do something with it. All right. I got oh. a trivia question for Corey. What band performed the song killer queen? <laughs> That would be the band Queen. No, it's the Killers. Killers. Come on. Uh, you tricked me. You tricked me. <laughs> Son of a gun. You tricked me. <laughs> Other games that have been at that have been added now. Uh Call of the Sea for Android console and PC. Monster Sanctuary for Android cons and the console. Wait, and PC. There's a stack. Which Starbound. Corey mentioned earlier. Yes. Starbound. For the PC. Which has console commands. Which no one wants to play because it has console commands. Unto the end for console and PC. Haven't we mentioned these? I don't know. We have. We haven't already mentioned these. We're reminding you. They're out out now. In the future. In the future, these are out now. No, 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 they're out now now. Yeah. No, but now they're they're not out. It's not December 10th yet. Well, it is when they listen to this podcast. Time travel. But it's not while I'm saying this. But it's time travel. It's time travel. Oh, my brain hurts. Let me time just keep travel. going. Yes. Assetto Corsa. Corsa for Android and console. Gang Beast for Android and console. Greedfall for Android console and PC. Super Hot Mind Control Delete for Android and console. Yoko Lele and the Impossible Layer. Thanks, Corey. For the Android console and PC. Thank you. 
There we go. And for going away, hey, there's nothing here, so that's good news. Because we talked about yeah. it last week to do them. Let's. We gotta go. Let's go. <laughs> this is going long. Probably can't. Corey and your laughing self, uh, whatever it is that you're drinking. Corey's wasted. It's gone now. <laughs> <laughs> whatever it is that you were drinking. Uh, well, Ahizo, you see, he completed 400 games, and my, oh, my buddy, Railbait, a.k.a. Noth, a.k.a. Commander Console Command, he completed 700 games, so GG's to them. Completion percentage... We have Planting42, who got a completion percentage of 42% minus one. That's 41%. Uh, <laughs> Good joke. Thank you. <laughs> that, that's, that's compliments of Koosh. Uh, <laughs> Dan PSFX. Dan's P's Fex. FX. Anyway. Dan's P Fix. Yeah. He got 53% completion percentage. Is J Zarp 43, 54%. Matt Cam. 09, 55% Retro Chief. My buddy Retro Chief got 76%. Mr. Ptart, 79%. MDP, 73, got 73% plus 10 more. That's 83%. That's another math joke for you. In ratio, still nothing. Come on, guys, play some hard games. In streaks, <laughs> Officer Zero is currently on a 50 day streak. Inigo Montoya, 80 and quick don't die are hand in hand at the 100 day achievement win streak mark. MDP 73 is 126 and Blue Thunder 7398 is on a 2750 day achievement win streak with no comma. Big L is currently on a 2900 day achievement win streak with a comma. That guy needs to life. Yeah. So the MDP one actually we mentioned because that is a new personal best. GG. For achievements one, Crazy Catman has earned 8,000 achievements. Freedom Girl, 85, 9,000. Mark B, 12,000. Uh, e- God, how do you say that name again? <laughs> Blue Thunder. Inigo Montoya. Thank you, Nate. Oh, that one. <laughs> Where are you looking, Corey? You my father. Three, three lines down. Montoya right. has won 31,000 and Railbait. 33,000 achievements won. Oh, wait. I was looking at uh, streaks. <laughs> We're past that court. Apparently. Anigo Montoya. Um, speaking of Anigo Montoya, he is still going strong in Leapfrog. They are up to 86 achievements as we speak. Now, they should really 86 that competition now. <laughs> oh, very good. Ba-dum. Math jokes. Why does L come out in me when I drink? There's the title of the podcast episode. <laughs> no! I mean... <laughs> better than coming in you. So, um... <laughs> what are we up to? That's the joke. And there's the intro. <laughs> We're on gamer score. Oh, God, I can't breathe. Uh, Hat 90 <laughs> has uh, 200,000 gamer score. Way to go. Hey, that's a double foof. Hey. He was with us when he hit his first foof. He was with us before, yeah. And I'm stalling because I know he hit that 200,000 with something really good. I'm sure it was. We and love now Hatton. I don't remember. Good job, Hatton. It was like a tip of the hat. Yeah, tip of the hat. 
NHL 94 Rewind. I hope nice. every 100,000 gamer score is a hat related achievement. That'd, That'd be, a be trick. amazing. That'd be a real trick. Yep. Also, in a one has hat. Um, <laughs> hat trick equals three. <laughs> Sir. Oh, hat gone. trick. I get it. Yeah. It's a sports joke. You wouldn't, yeah, yeah. Top, top, tip of the hat, right? Sir Polygon also has two hundred thousand gamer score. Way to go! Oh, you guys should race to three hundred. And you're get set. Go! High Road V two has five hundred fifty thousand gamer score, and Nico Montoya has nine hundred thousand gamer score, and Mental Knight has nine hundred thousand gamer score. You guys should race to a million. Hey, you guys should race to a million. Oh, you stole my joke. <laughs> <laughs> and I got a drink next week. Crunchy Goblin has 350,000 TA score. Dan Pusifisk has uh, 750,000 TA score. Icefire TN has 850,000 TA. ZZ Urban Spaceman, thank you, my friend, has 950,000 TA score. Vulgar Latino has 1,100,000 TA score. Quick Don't Die. 1,150,000 1,150,000 TA score. Anigo Montoya, 1.7 mil TA. Railbait, 1.75. And Jimbot UK, 1.85 million TA score. Wow. Whew. In the leaderboards, our good friend um, who is not Railbait, someone who's makes um, is a, a fun Irish person, Northern Last. 1,000, top of the 1,000 of TA leaderboard for card and board. Mad Lefties in the top 10,000 of the Gamer Score leaderboard. Quick Don't Die is in the top five of the Michigander TA leaderboard. Sarah Polygon is in the top five of the Georgia Gamer Score leaderboard for On Rails. Okay, I guess that's a thing. NBA Kirkland is in the top 100 of the TA difference leaderboard for uh, colons. Oh, collection. Chewy on Ice is in the top 1,000 of the Gamer Score leaderboard. Hey, that's a real good one. That, that's your club. I know. That's in, it's in my club. I need to play some more baby games. And I'm going to get in your club. Mm. Hat 90 is in the top 500 of the England TA leaderboard for <laughs> hockey. Big L is in the top 2,000 of the TA leaderboard for point and click. I guess that's thanks to Grim Fandango. That's all I've played recently. If I haven't mentioned the Grim Fandango, it's a pretty good game. Check it out. It's eh. Okay, cool. I'm more surprised that Michelle is not in the top 2,000 for True Team Elite Rover Point Play. Well, there's a reason for that. She probably didn't track it. Smart. Sign up right. for our next simul session, Trooper Brook. Ooh. That's next time. Right. Oh, you know what? I was going to use Trooper Brook for the Missables uh, day, so thanks for reminding me. You're most welcome. Thanks, bud. Don't you know? Hey, don't you know? <laughs> don't you know you anyway? the show. What are you drinking? Smearing off ice? What the hell is that? I'm just letting you go. Just seeing where this, this whatever this is goes. Hey, to. dude with the face. Welcome to Achievement Hunting 101. <laughs> That's a good okay, name. Okay, yes. I like hey. that. This is, definitely, this is definitely the time for the outro. <laughs> it is getting late. Well, We're you can getting, getting. start later and later. Is what happens. Uh, not my fault. Okay. So. As always, if you would like to catch our streams, check us out on twitch.tv slash ah101. 
You can hit us up on Twitter at Achievements101. Send us that Twitter tweet. Join in on the Discord, discord.io slash AH101. And if you really enjoyed the show enough to give us your monies, we will accept them over at patreon.com slash achievementhunting101. Speaking of Twitch, we have our stream schedule. Uh, If you're listening to this the day that it came out, I will be streaming the Game Awards. I will be starting at 6 Eastern. I'll do the pre-show and then the main show. Uh, Come on, join me in Xbox Party Chat. I'll have one open. Hashtag foo-foo over Jeff Keighley. That is the official hashtag. Get it trending. Friday for the community session, Vulgar Latin will be golfing with all of our friends at nine. Up to eight. Huh? Oh, yeah, up to eight. (laughs) Us and our seven friends. Something like that. And then he'll also be streaming again on Saturday. Uh, I think he'll be doing Final Fantasy VII again, so keep a lookout for that. And Sunday, as I've been doing for the past few weeks, uh, Halo 3 with myself, Alex, P-Tart, and Death Dealers. But this week, we sh- it should be our final go in Halo 3, as we'll be going for one of my favorite achievements, Annual. So that will be interesting. <gasps> that will be around of 7 Eastern. Yes, you. without you this time. I tuned in last time. Yeah. It was it was fun. You guys are yeah, nice and chipper. Too. And then as soon as I popped on, you left. You left the stream just gone. <laughs> that wasn't my fault. My <laughs> Hold on. My my Who, whose fault are you about to say? Watch your mouth. It was Brooke's fault. Oh, he said it. <laughs> wait, she wait. was sick. She was he's going doing, up. You're doing what with two girls in the party? Oh, annual. All right. I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. But I'm not going to acknowledge that. It's a butt. I'll tell you later. It's a butt. It's a butt. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. We cannot talk about that on on the Why podcast. Not? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> All right. <sighs> that was definitely a podcast. That was something. Corey was drunk. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> With that, class is dismissed. See you next week. Salutations. Oh, bye-bye. I'll be right back. I'll be back. I'll be back. I'm back. Hello and welcome to the latest installment of Back to Back, where we play through our old non-backwards compatible games on the 360 and share our experiences. I'm Chewy on Ice and with me as always I have the wonderful, beautiful, lugubrious Michelle. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> oh. uh, <laughs> Michelle, otherwise known as Matrock. How are you doing, Michelle? I'm doing quite fine. How are you, Chewy? I am very well indeed. Looking forward to some back-to-back chat. And awesome. also with me, I have the wonderful, beautiful, lugubrious. I don't know what lugubrious means. What does lugubrious mean? You well, eat a lot of beans. Mm. Um, Legumes. <laughs> Legumnious. Uh, well, we'll look at it. I had some lentil soup. OMJ. 
How are you doing, Elroy? Yeah, that's me. <laughs> Lucubrious means looking or sounding sad and dismal. <laughs> We're gonna have to retake the whole intro. Uh, no, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. Keep going. Or, or you eat a lot of beans. Now, now, uh, now yeah. Or well, we figured it out. <laughs> uh, and well, you said sad and 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 what was the second dismal. part of that? Dismal. Dismal. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I do have a quick story on that. If if if, if you. Could entertain me. We always, this. we uh, always have time. I've been, di- I've been dying to tell the story. It was so bad. Um, All right. Well, so, hold on. Here you go. Before so, you start your story, story I, I've got to timestamp this. I'm at four fifty Enco. <laughs> okay, maybe a Patreon exclusive. I don't know. So I was been playing uh, Assassin's Creed uh, Von Valhalla. You know, I'm, I'm doing the Viking thing, right? And so I put a picture or a video in the Discord of. This amazing, huge, I mean, very large cat that jumps into your arms. I was under the impression P-Tart liked cats, and so I, I tagged her in it, and apparently I, was, I don't know what I was thinking. But this was a very large cat that jumped in your arms. It was a great moment. Uh, if you like cats, you're like, wow, this is awesome. And so I I showed this to my lovely wife. Uh, she was sitting on the couch next to me. I'm like, look, look at this. It's got this cat in it. And it looks like our cat. Like, it looks like our cat and our cat jumping up in your arms. And it's just like, oh, my gosh, that's awesome. And so I recorded it. And I had to get a little closer to the TV, so I, I put my controller down, went up, recorded it, and that's where I got the video from. So then I went and sat back down on my couch and, uh, you know, talked to Kelly a little bit, and then it's time to, you know, resume play. So I grabbed my controller. Kelly's still looking at the screen. I grabbed my controller, and I guess on the new Series X, they make the buttons a little more hair trigger or something like that, because as I grabbed the controller... I hit the RB button with my right thumb, and all of a sudden, I just eviscerated that poor cat. I just oh, no. just like sliced it right in half. <laughs> Kelly's like, and I, I literally gasped. It was the last. I don't remember the last time I gasped while playing a video game, but I was like, uh, I, I, I didn't know what to say. Kelly's just like, it was like traumatic for her. It was traumatic <laughs> was for me. She started calling me. <laughs> yeah, she was. She started calling me cat killer and. And Assassin's Creed, I don't know if you notice or not, but if you kill a, a helpless, sweet little kitten on the screen, uh, it was like the thing was a sack of blood because uh, I cut that sack open and there was blood everywhere. Like they, they really overdid it with the amount of blood they packed into the cat and it was just everywhere on the ground. And so I quickly uh, hit the menu button, went into my save state, and I just reloaded the last autosave that whatever took place before that. Because I didn't want any NPCs that might have accidentally saw that. I didn't want, I want to destroy all evidence that that occurred. And so um, I just said, I just pretended like it never happened. And uh, Kelly can't quite forget that it happened. And she still is going to be crap about it uh, um, to this day about that. Uh, it was a very unfortunate incident. Uh, but anyway, I, that's the only memorable experience I've had with my Series X thus I feel far. like you should go into the uh, stats screen of that game and see if it says anything. Cats are eviscerated. Helpless one. kittens. Helpless no. kittens. Goodness. <laughs> Gutted well, like a pig. Jeez. <laughs> no, oh, let's not bring the iron snout into this. Yeah, you're right. You're right. My that bad. isn't backwards compatible. But I, I kind of, I, of the three of us, uh, I guess jumping the gun a little bit here i I think i have the most lugubrious tale as i typically do because i typically don't (laughs) pick games that are easy or games i haven't started yet that are completable i pick games that have been sitting on my tag for a long time so do you mind if i just jump in and talk about my uh back-to-back experience well i was gonna say it would only be right as a gentleman to let the ladies go first so please michelle share your story on the same page 
Awesome. So the last <laughs> time we got together, the game I said I would give a go to was TNA Impact. And uh, in case you're not familiar, TNA Impact uh, is a wrestling federation that has gone through some changes. I believe now it just exists as Impact. But back in 2006 to 2008, somewhere in there, it actually was, um, I wouldn't call it a rival to WWE because nothing really got there until more recently, but it did have a good roster and lots of talent and they became big enough or influential enough that they had a video game released uh, on the property. So um, I didn't do so great in it this month, but before I go forward, just to confirm, neither of you are like... I mean, Chewy, other than running a very successful Discord-based video game-influenced wrestling promotion, uh, neither <laughs> of you are super into this or really know a whole lot of the talents, or do you have some familiarity with just the whole wrestling so thing? So I was a WWE fan. Yeah, I went through the 90s attitude phase, but I was WWE. Okay. I do recognize uh, uh, the the face of Sting on the cover of the game, mm -hmm. but that, that's about as far as I know with TNA. Okay. I went to college uh, and I, I found out everybody in the college watched wrestling. And so I, it was forced upon me and then it made me <laughs> into a rabid fan for about four years. I watched it when I was a kid, you know, like the eighties uh, with mm -hmm. like, you know, Andre the giant macho man and all, you know, all the old school guys. And then I got back into it around two, around 96 through 2000, even so much that we put on a student organization show in the, uh, the MSC is like the building where everything happens. And we actually put down a wrestling ring and performed a wrestling match for, uh, with an audience. And I was buff the, or buff Bagwell. I was buff the stuff. <laughs> oh, <geez>. And, <laughs> and, uh, I, I can probably find a picture of that and put that in the oh, discord as well. I think and, you're obligated to now. Yeah. yeah but, uh, yeah, that was, that was pretty cool, but that was about the peak of my, uh, wrestling, uh, uh, finesse, if you will. So, Okay, so here in, in my estimation, so you probably you know aren't super familiar with TNA as a property anyway. But what's crazy about the game when you play it, keeping in mind that it was released in 2008, is just how many of the people on the roster are familiar faces. So, Chewie, you already mentioned Sting is on the cover, right? And Sting had, you know, a little moment in WWE recently appeared on AEW. So Sting has been around forever. But a lot of the other guys on this roster are either current WWE or current AEW talents. Guys like AJ Styles, Samoa Joe, um, Kurt Angle, I know recently kind of backed off of all that. Uh, Christian is a retired superstar, but he's someone you know. So like when you really look at the names on this roster, it's stacked. And it's amazing how they managed to not actually make a play at competing uh, with all those guys. So let me tell you what I actually... Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was going to say, uh, is Shark Boy an actual wrestler? Yes, yes. And there's I've never heard Shark Boy, game. but it sounds fan fantastic. Well, okay, so you know, <laughs> um, you know Steve Austin, right? And you know his catchphrase? He has a few. Um, is he the one that says, you smell what the rock is what, cooking? <laughs> I used well, to watch his reality show. It was some redneck island or something like that. Um, there's a little little known uh, show. I remember that. that there was, like, there was like, but his catchphrase uh, at frequently at the end of his promos, he'd say, "And that's the bottom line because Stone Cold yeah, said so." It. Right? I, I didn't do it with the right inflection, but you understand what I'm getting at. So yep. Shark Boy's thing would be that's the fishing line, 
Oh, he was a parody right. character. So, oh. yeah, grown. But there's an achievement in the game to win 25 matches as Shark Boy, which I did not get. Because on um, like many wrestling games, you start with a base roster, and as you play, you open up more characters, and then you can get more of those sorts of achievements. So the list has... Um, did you have something? Oh, yeah. I was just going to say, they really missed out on that one. They, they could have made the achievement, maybe put it as two achievements and made one where, you know, like... Like when you like throw them into the ropes and then like you know they they lay down on the ground you jump over them and all that they could have done a jump the shark uh, achievement oh, that would have been uh, really you know like when you're good. jumping over them or maybe jumping off the top rope on the shark jump the shark uh, I, I don't know they they missed opportunity yeah, I, I agree that was a missed opportunity well they've they've never had another one since so it's unfortunate. <laughs> um, but looking at the game's list, it's it's effectively split into sort of three components. There is the multiplayer, which I did ages ago, and I'm going to come back to the multiplayer stuff at the end of what I accomplished for back to back. Then there's the campaign, and the campaign is is interesting. It's silly, but interesting. You play as this character who his name was Suicide, and actually that character became a character in TNA in like the actual television program. Uh, eventually. So they tied it into the video game, which I don't know how good or bad that was. I wasn't watching, but it's a thing that happened. And anyway, Suicide is, you know, fought up the ranks because this isn't all preset to happen and, and worked his way all the way up to the tippy top and had a match for the championship. And he was told, don't win the match. And he went ahead and win, won the match anyway. Oh. And then he gets beat within an inch of his life and winds up in Mexico where some surgeon reconstructs <laughs> his face and he has no memory of who he is, but still knows he's a wrestler. And needs to wrestle his way back up to the top. So that's where you come in. Yeah. Wow. That's an amazing plot. No, that's an amazing plot. You got to give that to them. Uh, and and they, they did it in a way where you create a character, uh, you know, that's why you're creating him. Because he literally had his face reconstructed. Yeah, so I think, uh, <laughs> one of the, is it one of the skate games, one of the Tony Hawk games does that as well? Where the, the, the opening scene is you getting hit by a a truck or something and then you end up in hospital and have to have reconstructive surgery and then create yourself yeah it's yeah that sounds familiar i i can't place it though so i don't want to say where from but it does sound familiar so look it's it's a trope that's out there it got used it's fine but it, it gets you on the story and a lot of the game's achievements a good portion of them are locked uh into this campaign i managed one of those achievements one <laughs> and I did that as part of back to back because I am terrible at wrestling games. I play them frequently because I help people boost them. But despite what you may think, they actually require some level of finesse in the controls. So it's not enough to just press right and A or whatever you have to press. You have to time it correctly. I'm not good at that. I'm twitchy at games. That's why I prefer, you know, in my shooters, Gears of War, because I can sit and I can make decisions. I don't have to twitch activate on things i really really am terrible at wrestling games so i got through the first three matches that got me the first campaign achievement got to the next match after that lost it four times shut off my console and never tried the game again <laughs> i'm done i'm out because i just can't do it and and it's it is entirely my fault but i'm gonna say it's not entirely my fault because every first of all i'm playing on the dumb difficulty and i get reversed all the time mm. so there's, there's supposed to be, if you read the walkthrough, and there is a very good walkthrough on TA, they say, it's really simple. You just do this move, and then this move, and then this move, rinse, repeat, and you win the battles. Except, if you do this, 
leg drop move, but by the guy's head, he will reverse you almost every time. And he doesn't just do the courtesy of reversing you by dropping you on the mat so you can press A and get back up. He low blows you every time. So your character's writhing around, and then they just take advantage of you and beat the crap out of you. So that's <laughs> and then as you far end as up I in Mexico. I mean, it's just again, it's just it's <laughs> yeah, Groundhog Day. <laughs> <laughs> but so that many of the game's achievements are locked up in that part of the game, and I think if you're if you play wrestling games normally and you're okay with them, you'll do fine. If you're me, you won't, and that's fine because, like many other wrestling games, it has a whole host of achievements that are win a match as this character, or win a match as this character versus this character. And you can plug in a second controller to do those. Your second controller isn't going to mess with you or deliver a hundred low blows or a thousand successes in a (laughs) row on reversals, so you can just do what you need to do. So, getting to why this was like my lugubrious tale, I only managed to get seven more achievements in the game, which is a small amount for a 170 gamer score. But, it was progress. I probably won't accomplish more in it. There is multiplayer I still have to do. Um, and I, people have volunteered to help, and I'm happy to help anyone else who needs it. <laughs> if, um, if, only, if only somebody you knew was really good at the game and had like a completion on it. <laughs> I wouldn't ask him to like help me through the campaign, though. He, can help, he can't help me boost it because I actually have his copy. <laughs> So, so I, I, L, L had the game, and, and that's why I have it. But go ahead, Chewie. Uh, well, I'm just really impressed, actually, because you just mentioned the multiplayer uh, online achievements. And mm-hmm. I'm just staggered that a wrestling game from 2008 still has servers that are <laughs> yeah. online. Nothing is discontinued. Uh, this is because the game wasn't published by 2K. Mm. It was published by Midway. Um, and I'm guessing they must use Microsoft's servers or something. So the online's not going anywhere. Um, and I wanted to get back to online. So this is the last piece I'm going to say about the game. Would I recommend TNA Impact to anybody? No. However, however, there's an important however here. If you have a 360, of course, because it's not backwards compatible, this game is really good for the contests we tend to play around our games. It doesn't sound like it would be because the TA ratio is a little over a two. So it's it's not super easy. It's a 20 hour completion. Who wants to play a wrestling game for 20 hours? However, it has a zero pointer, which is why I started the game, because there was a contest to get a z- requirement to get a zero pointer. It has an achievement beginning with the letter X. That's Ooh. easy to get. It has a viral achievement. It is not backwards compatible. So it fits a lot of little niches that make it good to hold onto for contest purposes, because that one game will do all those things. So if that's a motivator for you, not a bad game to just have on hand. Otherwise, unless you're chasing a wrestling leaderboard, this is skippable. There's really no reason to play it. Yeah, on the the zero point achievement that you uh, were mentioning, it mm-hmm. actually makes me think of uh, one of our own. Uh, I do believe that uh, this, one of the zeros, I think it has a couple of zeros, but there's one for Jobber Nation for losing five times in one setting. And whenever I see Jobber, I always think, of course, of uh, Fufu, who looks like a uh, Jobber wrestler, <laughs> uh, generic Jobber wrestler. And uh, uh, like he runs in with his like sh- shorts and he, he his wrestling name is Kenny Ellison. And uh, that is, and he just takes the L against somebody that, you know, doesn't have their name as their, their wrestling name. Yeah, I mean, I um, I don't even have that one because it's it's lose five matches in a row on Xbox Live, so it's oh. you know not just play them in it's games. The 
the well, you know, you got to find somebody else who has the game. And like I say, even between me and L, we only have one copy because I'm borrowing his. So the other zero pointer though is one for not getting hit for a minute, and you just have to plug in a second controller and let it run, and then you get that achievement pretty easily. That's pretty cool. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah. That's it. And I'm glad to leave it behind me now. So I feel no obligation to it anymore. You, I, I assume, you know, being friends with Elle and being a bit of a fan yourself, mm-hmm. you've played most of the uh, classic Ukes titles throughout the years. I have, yes. How does this kind of compare mm-hmm. to those, if, if you think of that as the kind of standout series and the, the, the one to compare everything to? Yeah, I... I... It's a really good question because Ukes really is the gold standard with wrestling development, right? Like they developed the Fire Pro Wrestling games too, which are really considered amongst themselves to be the gold standard of wrestling games. Um, I don't know if it's just like a lack of tutorialing or just like a poorly designed HUD, but there were things I really didn't understand even how to do in TNA Impact that I never felt I didn't get when playing the WWE games. Mm. So like eventually when you're playing TNA impact, you build up your impact meter. And once you build it up, you should be able to use a power move. I looked in the moves list for the game. I could not find anywhere where it showed me how to do this. Now the game has some kind of tutorial. I probably played it three years ago and forgot everything, but it's not intuitive Mm. what you're supposed to do. I'm not going to say that the 2k games are completely intuitive either. That would be, um, more praise than they deserve. <laughs> there was they changed the grappling system at one point, yeah. and it was a mess. So it's not that they're perfect. Um, and the new development team behind the WWE games just hasn't had enough time to really show us what they can do. Right, the next one coming out is going to be the first one they really fully developed without like piecing together parts of what Ukes had done. Um, the Ukes games feel better to play than TNA Impact does, but TNA Impact is also dealing with a six-sided ring. It's already at a disadvantage. Uh, so, it? yeah, the TNA's hook back in the day was that their ring had six sides. So it just it feels weird in general to play the game. Um, it controls fine, but yeah, it the the WWE games are definitely the higher quality partners to this game. The- I'm going to have to uh, disagree with you on the gold standard of wrestling games. Um, I would be remiss if I didn't say WCW versus NWO World Tour on the on the N64. Um, I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> uh, that was a pretty epic game. Uh, I think that was the gold standard. Um, well, I I didn't play it, so I'm going to believe you. Just, just, <laughs> just I. I I am sure, I am confident that uh, your game share partner would back me up on this yeah, one. I, In fact, I think he's brought it up before. I know that that's, that's like the standard. Go- like, keep in mind, like, my wrestling stuff really only started in, like, 2012 and more recent, other than being a fan when I was, like, really little. So I've played the some of, like, the older WWE games on the Xbox, but I missed that whole generation of them on, like, the uh, PlayStation and earlier sort of titles so yes that is probably true i will not combat that point i just know ukes is really well regarded as a wrestling game developer brilliant thank you very much michelle now uh moving on uh, i've let the lady go first but now i think it's uh, age before beauty so elroy why don't you uh take us into your next game <laughs> i thought you were gonna say now that you know the lady went first then i thought you know diamond uh shirts would go second that's what i was oh. expecting too yeah yeah that's i thought you were going to diamond uh, encrusted you know, vests maybe into that <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. all right well 
the game that I played, in case you um, uh, haven't heard, it is Terminator Salvation. Uh, apparently there's a, another Terminator game, uh, Terminator Resistance. This is the Salvation version, so I don't know how they work together in any kind of canon or uh, what have you, uh, or if they're just completely unrelated. But this is the one that, of course, is not backwards compatible on the old 360. Now, I uh, started this game a long time ago, and then uh, we were going to record, and then I kind of finished it up, and then some more time has passed. So uh, my memory of it is not as good as it should be, but that's okay because it's very forgettable. Uh, the <laughs> The summary is this. There are a bunch of robots that are trying to kill you. Um, that's kind of what Sal you know, Terminator Salvation is all about. So you uh, are trying to stop the robots, and there's a plan that is in place. Now, there's a bunch of cutscenes that explain this elaborate plot to you, right? So uh, they keep going to cutscenes, and, and it looks like it's pretty deep in plot. Uh, but the good news that I bring to you today is... That you can skip them. Uh, so uh, <laughs> I can't tell you really what the game is about other than every once in a while you change locations and then there's more robots to kill. All right. And then there's a cutscene that you can skip and then you're in a different location and then you're shooting robots. Uh, so it's it's very uh, predictable at times because, you know, you know that you're just going to appear somewhere and start shooting robots. Now, as far as the robots are concerned, um, apparently... Uh, the assembly line is alive and well in the Terminator world because there's only about three different types of enemies. Uh, there's the traditional Terminator robot. Uh, there's a, a robot that has like a big shield on it where you have to shoot it in the back. And then there's a flying uh, robot that shoots you. Uh, again, all of them shoot you. They all like to shoot you. That's what robots do in the future is they just like to shoot you. Uh, uh, there's a couple you, think, others. Technically. Yes, oh, Terminator. Yes. There we is. go. You got to use yeah, the right they, terminology. Yeah, get all my data. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I see what you did there. Oh, boy. <laughs> it's just so, so natural. <laughs> there's a couple of other sections where you're like driving, and oh boy, you know I love driving sections. Uh, but uh, you're not actually driving the vehicle. You're just in the back shooting at robots who are shooting at you as well. So uh, there's a couple additional enemies there now. From what I can tell about the game, which I played through completion, and I'll get to that in a second, <laughs> is that there's something called, uh, well, I'm not sure what their plan was called, but it did remind me of one of the worst cinematic moments of all time. Not to be confused with with a uh, gymnast kicking a velociraptor through a barn door, which I think we've covered at great lengths. Uh, not quite that bad, but it's up there. And I am, of course, talking about uh, Independence Day, the uh, the operation in that movie where uh, they uh, fly a spaceship up to the alien mothership and then use a magical laptop that somehow uses the same interface mm -hmm. as the alien network, right? Mm -hmm. So somehow the you know it's compatible, and they upload a virus that has a laughing skull and crossbones and uh, has a nice little virus, you know. GUI on it. Uh, it just sits there and laughs at the aliens uh, before dooming them. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> so instead of that glorious travesty of a cinematic scene, 
basically, the plot of this video game is that you're going to the center hub of Skynet to use a magical laptop that connects to their advanced network, and you're going to shut all the robots off. So, six of one, half a dozen of the other, <laughs> uh, perhaps. Uh, there was not a cool laughing... Uh, Skull and crossbones uh, at the end, however, I am sad to report. And uh, then at the end, you jump in a helicopter and you take off as robots shoot at you. So I'm not sure if it was successful or not. Uh, But uh, anyhow, it really did make me think about the Terminator franchise and how uh, I didn't know that all you had to do was shut the Skynet off. Uh, that to win, I didn't realize that was all that was needed, and it actually made me think that if the once the ter- the uh, the robots become self aware and start shooting at me, all I need to do uh, to stop Arnold and the gang is um, I'm going to drag them out to Backwoods, Arkansas, because there's never any network connections out there. So if it can't connect to Skynet out in Backwoods, Arkansas, I'm under the impression that the uh, you know, they will shut off. It, it makes sense. Um, I'm not really sure. It, it yeah, I'm not really so sure I how work it in, works. I work in it's IT. I work in IT, and there's a common joke <laughs> in IT that when someone calls you because they've got a problem, there is usually one solution, and that is turn it off, turn it on again. So if my computer oh, yeah. has become a killer robot trying to kill me, then, you know, <laughs> turn it off, turn it on again. <laughs> it's guaranteed. That's <laughs> Yeah, it's a you could do a, either a hard reboot or a soft reboot. I mean, there's there's options here. I mean, know. there might be dire qu- consequences depending on which one you pick. But yeah, I, you made this sound so easy. <laughs> I don't know why we needed like seven movies to figure this out. <laughs> I know you just yeah take them out to where there's no signal. I mean, there's a lot of dead zones around the, uh, in Arkansas where my, my my folks live. So anyway, so here you go. Uh, here are the Chivos. So since this is a Chivo show. Um, we have Chivos that are very imaginative, okay? So keep an open mind here. All right, here's some of the achievements that you can get. You get one for completing Chapter 1. All right. You get one for completing Chapter 2. For completing Chapter 3. <laughs> well, can I guess one? <laughs> yes, yes. Completing Chapter 4. Yep, yep. Oh, man. Yep. Man, you, you must have done good. some research on this game. This <laughs> yep. So, yeah, so you just get an achievement for beating every stage. There's nine of them. And then you get some difficulty achievements. Now, the cool thing, the best part about this game. All right, here you go. This is the part that I actually really enjoyed. Is that there's an achievement for beating the game. There's an achievement for beating the game on medium. And then one for on difficult. Uh, like on hard. Um, so I had never tried this before, but apparently there's a way to like manipulate save data on the 360. I have never done that. I that was above my pay grade back when I used to play the 360 uh, a lot. But with the 360, I had never even really gone in and looked at my save data with the 360. But what? Uh, but I, had, I, had, I mean, that I was did. like one so, of the things. <laughs> you could i have never really paid attention to that uh, that that all passed i really got into achievement hunting when the one came out so i didn't really uh, that was kind of before my day so to speak so with this game all you have to do is beat the game and then you load up like a a co-op game with a second controller and change the difficulty to the highest difficulty start the last stage of the game and then you 
say or save out. So then it's on that second profile. And then you go into your save data and you can either delete it or I, I'll admit I put it on a, U, a USB drive because I, I didn't want to chance it. So I saved it off of the, of the 360 onto a USB and then I deleted it off of my 360. And so I deleted it, my save, and then I loaded up that second profile and then loaded in my main profile. Uh, and then I was able to go to stage nine on the hardest difficulty. And then I just beat the stage and, you know, bleep bloop, I get all the achievements for uh, the hard difficulty. So that saved you where you only have to do one walkthrough or one playthrough. And then that's it. So I thought that was pretty, that was the bee's knees, man. Uh, I'd never done that before. So uh, that's the only thing I'll probably remember about this game. <laughs> it was a some co- somewhat common mm, yeah. um, thing you could do, like um, Bioshock, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the darkness, mm-hmm. turning Ooh, point. Okay. But they were easier. They didn't require you send- sending in a second profile. They were frequently like, just reload the game on hard difficulty on the last mm-hmm. checkpoint and just uh, do the last uh, thing. Born Identity, I think, uh, is another one that does that. Mm. Yeah, that sounds uh, familiar. Okay. So, but now you know this might open a whole new world <laughs> no, of three sixty really games did. you've uh, been avoiding because you didn't sure. know this. Uh, it and uh, that's probably very helpful for current ter- you know contests going on and whatnot. So, uh, but yeah, that's uh, that was an easy uh, you know about a hundred TAD for very minimal effort yeah. for to get those last two achievements. So very yeah, awesome. Nice. Uh, I have a, yeah, pretty I have a cool. question. Mm-hmm. Are you John Connor? Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah. There was no references to gonna, Arnold. Yeah, so are you playing John Connor <laughs> in the game? Uh, yes, mm. you are. You are actually Connor. But uh, as far as where it ranks into, or where it is in the timeline, so to speak, uh, I do not yeah. know. I don't know. There, so there is, there is um, Terminator uh, Salvation, the film, which was set after Terminator three and it's mostly set during the war so i'm assuming the game is set during the war it's it's after after the oh, okay. apocalypse maybe after maybe it has something to do with actually with the actual but, movie I well it's is christian bale in it is the next question if he was i couldn't tell because the graphics <laughs> were terrible. well he so he was john connor <laughs> in that film it could have been anybody it could have been me i don't know i guess it could have been arnold i don't know who with us but mm. um and then there's some the second player was some chick. Uh, I don't know who she was either. So if if, if um, I didn't get her, I didn't catch her uh, name. <laughs> if Christian Bale isn't in it, then I'm assuming it doesn't have his uh, infamous sweary rant at the lighting technician uh, that <laughs> did the rounds back that in the day. Uh, he uh, maybe he uh, yells at you if you <laughs> delete your save and short change the game. Be and, uh, you're kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Play th- three times. I mean, looking at. Uh, one of the reviews posted for this game uh, for Terminator Salvation on TA, he notes in the review, which I'm not then re- you know checking to make sure it's accurate, but that it it really it uses the name of the movie, but it seems like it's not really the movie. He says, "quote If this is a licensed game, it certainly didn't milk much from the movie, other than a few similarities in the names of characters and the overall setting of the time period. The game was not a walkthrough of the movie." Right. So. It seems to be using elements from it and was meant to tie in to some degree, but it was really more like a cash grab using familiar characters. And that's – I obviously, I never played this game. I've never watched any of the Terminator movies, so it seemed what? like a really bad idea to – I know, I know. <laughs> we can have a whole other segment on movies I've never seen. But like 
Um, you skipped them for Halloween and everything. I, I've never seen any of them. <laughs> I've seen some of the famous scenes because you can't avoid them. And it's or, not that I don't right. want to. I just I haven't made the time to sit down and do it. But um, it seemed like a bad idea to jump in at this point. But I, what I do remember from the game <laughs> yeah. is it was developed by Grin Studios, I'm pretty sure. And Grin developed the Bionic Commando Rearmed games, which I loved. I thought Bionic Commando Rearmed was like the, the, the one that was on the Xbox Live Arcade. And I actually would defend even the Bionic Commando remake that came out later. That was the 3D remake. I thought it was fine. It just suffered from not being more open. But this game was such a disappointment on so many levels. I think this was the last game that studio ever released because they did a poor job with the license. It didn't look good. It didn't play particularly well. Um, so did, do you think this was a a fitting death knell for this company? Because it sounds like it really <laughs> wasn't very good. Um, you know, it wasn't. It wasn't bad. I mean, it was. It was, you know, a 3D, or not 3D, but, well, I mean, it was 3D, but it was a third-person uh, shooter. I mean, it was basically like a rip-off of a Gears game. Um, it's kind of the a poor man's army of two <laughs> or something. Well, say no more. Uh, I gotta go yeah. order a copy. Hold on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's 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 a enjoyable little playthrough. It's only a six to eight hour completion, and... Uh, it. Uh, I just remembered something else I liked about the game is the, is in between stages they have like this big Terminator skull on the screen, right? And so, um, it's kind of like the, it's actually interactive. So if you hold the stick to one direction, it slowly pans that direction on the skull, and so uh, you'll find that you try to see how far you can rotate the skull before the the scene loads up, and you're like. Uh, if you've played it, you'll know what I'm talking about. It's like this giant uh, robot face on your screen, and you can it does it takes up more than the screen allows. So if you hold down, it it scrolls down from the eyes, and if you do it right as it loads in, you can see the chin by the time the next stage loads. Yeah, it's well, pretty crazy. One of those Xbox crazy. Series X things, you know, <laughs> rip loading screen games. They're they're done now. Yeah, you would never get that experience. Mm. I mean. So yeah. you started and finished this game as part of back to back, right? Like you hadn't started it prior. No, I started it. Uh, yeah, I originally started it a while back, uh, <laughs> back when we were going to record in August, and yeah, then, yeah. Uh, yeah, and then I kind of tabled it, and we didn't record in uh, you know September, October, and then you know Halloween was around, and I was like, oh, I'll do it for Halloween, and not then, a scary game. Uh, so I finished up. Yeah, it's. Uh, <laughs> You know, since it's a uh, sci-fi can in, be scary. You're just saying it's in the sci-fi isn't scary. Yeah, what about like Alien Man? Alien is Alien is, is like a, a haunted house movie. It's basically swap the ghost out for the alien, and it's the same thing. Well, the alien swap the robot it in right? for the ghost, man. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. So, final final question though, <laughs> so we don't get too sidetracked. Yes, would you, yes, would you it is a Halloween. Would you recommend uh, Terminator Salvation oh. to somebody? Uh. I guess it depends on how much you can get it off eBay for. Um, it's, <laughs> you know, it's, yeah, I'd recommend it. Why not? It's it's a fun little playthrough. And the fact that you don't, you only got to play through it once. It's only a six to eight hour, uh, you know, commitment. So it's, that's pretty short for a third person shooter. And so, yeah, why not? I mean, Go it looks like it. there's a walkthrough on TA that you absolutely yeah, do not need since mm -hmm. you no, just have to complete it, it, chapters, but... Did it's you use a the lot helpful? Oh, 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 oh! I do remember another thing is, 
Here's a little thing that'll save you some time. Oh, did I use the walkthrough? Come on. All right. Of course I use the walkthrough. I mean, if there's a walkthrough, I'm using it. And so uh, there is a part in the walkthrough that doesn't tell you the whole story. Uh, it's, I think it's, oh, I forget which one it was. It's the one where you're flying a rocket ship uh, or one of the ships. It's like a, a one of the driving sections, except for it's a flying section. So it's a flying section. And it's near the end of the game. Uh, I think it's chapter six, maybe. Um, I can't remember. But anyway, they don't tell you in the walkthrough. And maybe it's something that is told to you in the, you know, when you first start the stage. I don't know. I'll skip that stuff. And then, uh, but you have like a gun that overheats. And I thought that was the only weapon at your disposal. And I sat there, and this is on the easiest setting. And I went through that stupid stage, and I died probably a good 10, 15 times. I'm like, I don't understand how you're supposed to do this. Because I knew exactly where every enemy was going to spawn. I would shoot them and save, you know, let it cool down, shoot the next thing. And then you just get to this one spot where there's like, you can't kill them fast enough. There's like seven things shooting at you. And and there's no way that you can physically you know, shoot them all and get the, the trigger over to the next thing, shoot it, then get something. I mean, it just wasn't happening for me because you can't dodge or anything. It's just, you know, they just sit there and wail away on you while you're, you know, shooting them one by one because you have no control over the ship. You just have control over the gun. And then I found out there's another button. I don't know which button it is, but there's a button you can hit. I think I got it when I got frustrated. I just started, you know, raging on the controller and, and all of a sudden this rocket shot out and it like destroyed something with one shot. So it doesn't say it in the walkthrough, but there is a button that has a rocket that is very high powered that you will need to complete that stage. Uh, I wish I had found it a lot earlier. I spent a, an extra 30 minutes on that stage, I would estimate, maybe longer. And uh, there's a rocket you can shoot and then combine that with your gun that you can allow to cool down and that stage is pretty easy. <laughs> so, uh, right, good so to know. Yes, if you're playing the game, just be aware that there is a rocket enabled on that ship. All right. There you go. I have uh, just one more thing I need to say, Elroy. Did you come around? It's it's a Halloween movie. Your foster parents are dead. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? Why are you doing my daughter? <laughs> It's going to be some bonus content, an entire segment done in Arnold Schwarzenegger impressions. Yeah, we, we even avoided. Narzuma! We, even, Narzuma. we avoided the like obvious ones as well, so I think that's pretty good. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Go us. Okay. Right. Yeah. Are you done? We're done. Me next. My yes. turn. You next. Batman will wash his precious goddamn pillars. Get to the chopper. That was from. Okay. Uh, <laughs> That was from that was when he was Mr. Ice, in case you that was a little less. Chill out. Bodmon will watch his best Gotham Palace. Oh dear. So terrible. You brought this okay. on. Like, all right. <laughs> moving on, moving on, moving on. Okay, last time that we met, uh I said I would be working on a game called Fist of the North Star. And if I had time, I would also do its sequel. Uh so it turned out I didn't have time to do the sequel. Uh, and I uh, also didn't have time to do fist of the north star uh so uh as, as you it's all right it's all right <laughs> as you mentioned uh elroy uh october was uh scary games month in the ccc <laughs> and i actually yeah. decided to play an actual scary game although 
No, it's not actually a scary game, but it's got vampires in it. So I think vampires beats robots when it comes to the scare factor. Uh, so yeah, I pivoted, uh, decided to knock out a game called Dark. Now, b- before I go any further, do you understand what I mean when I say the word dark? Dark. 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 Right? You know what that word is? <laughs> yeah, it's the core. It's- like it's the dark, quarterback for the, uh, like, the quarterback for the Cowboys, man. <laughs> it's a dark, dark. We 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 have to dark. we have to pronounce it in American for for people. So you say it. So you played dark. You say it. I understand. Dark. I'm saying the same word. Yes. I'm saying the same word as you. I know. Right. So okay. Oh, I know. This, this I know. is a this is a hang up that gotta, I have. You gotta get that R in there. <laughs> pretend pretend like you're a pirate. This is, or this is the thing. Dark. So when I was a bit younger, I uh, lived in uh, L.A. for about six months because I went to a, a film school there. And one of the classes that I went to was on uh, documentaries and the teacher was talking about documentaries and uh, she said, oh, do, do you have any recommendations, any uh, documentaries you've seen? And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, there's this really good uh, film. It's called Dark Days. Uh, it's about these uh, homeless people that live in the railway tunnels in Manhattan. Uh, really good. Really recommend it. And the teacher was like, what? <laughs> I was like, dark, dark days. <laughs> dark? Dark days? What? Dark. Like DOC days? Is that what she or he thought you were? It was. It was Mm. probably one of the most humiliating experiences of my life. Oh no! I was like, I was like, she sent you straight to that diction class. No idea what you're saying. Dark, dark. (laughs) Oh my goodness! Uh, Yes. So. So, but tell us about dark, 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 dark. So okay, dark. Can you guys remember back in 2013, uh, the whole uh, Oman saga? Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The what saga? Uh, I don't know if, if Elroy okay. knows about it that, was, uh, but I'll let you tell the story since you brought so it up. It was, it was an interesting time. So uh, occasionally, uh, Microsoft would make uh, boo-boos on their marketplaces Um and uh, when people got wind bearing in mind when chewy says marketplaces he means the various international marketplaces yes. so that well exist. It, it sometimes happened on it, the on the us and uk ones occasionally but very rarely right right but the, i think a lot of people don't realize that that microsoft doesn't just maintain like uk and us and you know jp they they're marketplaces for all parts of the yes. world but yeah. Continue. So in, in 2013, uh, a few uh, clever people discovered that on the Oman marketplace, uh, a handful of games had been listed as free. So that quickly spread through TA and a whole lot of people jumped on those free games. Uh, the the big titles in that were, I believe, one of the Rayman games, uh, yes. Mortal Kombat, I think. Uh, which was, I think, the new Mortal Kombat at the time. So that was pretty big, uh, as well as one of the Sherlock Holmes games uh, and a couple of other things, including Dark. <laughs> uh, so I avoided uh, Mortal Kombat and Rayman, and I'm not sure why I did it at the time, but I think I dodged a bullet because shortly after everyone jumped on those games, there was also a subsequent wave of account bans so a whole load of people or it seemed like a whole load at the time it was very noisy on ta were complaining that their accounts had been permanently shut down by microsoft and they were if i'm not mistaken 
it wasn't just account bands, they bricked consoles. Right. And I know this because an old console of mine that I did not have, the person who had it downloaded these games and that console wound up bricked. Wow. Does not connect to Xbox Live anymore. Amazing. So it's fine if you want to play offline or watch a DVD, mm-hmm. but that console does not do what it's intended to do. It, it won't connect to Xbox Live so, anymore after the Oman incident. Yeah, well, it was, it was quite shady at the time because when that happened, a few people were like, it, it's got to just be more than that. You've got to have done some other dodgy stuff for them to make those yeah. kind of actions. Didn't seem that way. People were saying, but look, and people were th- I think people were saying, well, I think it must have been Rayman or Mortal Kombat that, that was the real thing. Yeah. And I managed to avoid mm-hmm. those. Uh, meantime, I got Dark, Sherlock Holmes, and a couple of the others. I have actually since purchased them because <laughs> I got a little bit scared. <laughs> the uh, guilt. <laughs> yeah. And also, you know, I didn't want to tempt fate. Uh, so I did buy them recently. Uh, so I, yeah. I picked up Dark. It's a very rare sale game, but it came up in sale sometime last year, I think. So I finally got it then, legitimately, so I could nice. go back to it. So yeah, that's that's the uh, that's the saga of how I got those, and anyone around at the time probably remembers those dark days. Very well. <laughs> yes. Oh, nicely yes, yes. done, and good yeah. pronunciation on dark. dark. Well, well dark. done. I, I'm getting there. <laughs> Slowly learning the language. Okay, so I actually first played the game back when I got it in 2013. Um, but yeah, I was kind of worried. So I just put it in the never play pile until suddenly I was able to get it on sale. Um, and uh, it really didn't ever come back up on, on the backlog until now. Uh, so this really gave me the excuse to go back to it. And when I did, I was fully expecting that I would be able to pick up my progress where I left off, which was maybe a couple of chapters in. And would you just know it? No save file. Oh. I know. And what's the weird thing is, is that when I loaded it up, the chapters were available. So chapter one, two, and three were available as though I had done them, but it actually hadn't saved any of the actual progress on those chapters. So it's like the game knew what I'd done, but none of the specifics. No stats, no progress meter, nothing. Oh, no. So it was very weird and a bit frustrating. And I'm somebody who keeps the saves, right? keeps them hanging around no matter what. So I have no idea what had happened. The console swallowed up the saves along with uh, everything else. But anyway. I've had that happen too, like in switching between three saves. Like kids today, to sound old, will never understand what it's like to just lose a save in a console transfer with all this stuff being on the cloud and never having to think about that. Never losing your PlayStation memory card at a friend's house and, and losing all the game data you had. Um, but I've definitely experienced that too. Like my Fable, not Fable, um, my Bioshock save, my Assassin's Creed save, they're just gone. Like I've always transferred everything, but they're just not there anymore. And to tell you the truth, it's it, really it unfortunate. to me recently. So I loaded up Sniper Elite on the one, which is the backwards compatible game. And the first thing it did was it said, oh, where did you last play this game? Oh, okay. No. And I was like, well, what's mm-hmm. that trying to do? And I said, <laughs> well, I think I played it on the one last. And I was fine. Okay, selected that, loaded up the game, no save. In saying yep. where I last played the game, it decided to wipe out any data that it held from the 360. <laughs> right, because it just, it's basically saying, oh, so you're saying this is the most current save file, right? And if that save file is got nothing, then that's what you get. I've had that happen too. Terrible. It's very, very frustrating. Anyway, back to Dark. So many tangents, so many tangents. So you had to start from the beginning. Uh, 
I didn't <laughs> have to start from the beginning. I oh. took a risk. So I told you the chapters were available. So I just loaded right. up the most recent chapter, the, the latest chapter, which I think was three, yeah. and carried on hoping it would be okay. And the reason why I was hoping it would be okay was because there were some achievements tied to earning a certain amount of points to unlock a load of abilities. And I wasn't 100% certain if I'd be able to do that without having all of the points that I previously had because I'd lost my save. But I'll get to that. So Dark is a stealth game, mainly. Uh, you play as a recently <laughs> turned vampire who spends his time sneaking around various facilities and buildings trying to find out why he is a vampire. And there's also some... I don't know, some conspiracy <laughs> nonsense. There's like a whole cabal of vampires, did, groups. Did he, did he wake up in Mexico and was wondering why he was yeah. a vampire with his face all banged up? <laughs> pretty much, actually. Yeah, that's pretty much what happens. Uh, there is some some yeah. hunters, vampire hunters. It's all really, really generic, really, really tropey. It's like a mix of every 90s vampire movie you can think of, Blade, the lot. Um and mostly it cool, is a cool. kind of a standard stealth game where you, you're using cover to hide from guards who are just following the same kind of basic paths. But because you're a vampire, you get extra superpowers. So by sneaking around and killing people sneakily uh, and finding collectibles, you get XP and you can use that XP to unlock powers. Uh, and those powers are pretty cool. Uh, I mean, okay. A lot of them are pretty rubbish, actually. Uh, there's like <laughs> powers for distracting and confusing enemies and all the kind of boring stuff. But there are basically two powers that once you've unlocked them and upgraded them, you can use them throughout the whole game. You can just spam them, basically. So one is Shadow Leap, which allows you to teleport. Basically, you can just hop around the map from cover to cover without having to worry about being seen at all. And the other one is Shadow Grip, which is pretty much the most overpowered thing in the whole game. So what you can do is with Shadow Grip is from a distance, you can lock onto an enemy and then basically strangle the life out of him without even having to go anywhere near <laughs> him. And then when he dies, his body vanishes. Whoa. So that yeah, so that's like the super version of a force choke. Exactly. It's amazing. Yeah, and sure. in a stealth wow. game, that's essential, especially because this is one of those stealth games where not only can you be spotted killing people and, and you know, being seen, mm -hmm. but if you leave a body lying around in the wrong place, it will get spotted and the alarms will go off. Uh, so you have to spend, if you're playing the game normally, you have to spend a whole lot of time dragging bodies around, trying to hide them in dark corners, hoping no one sees them. So, but not if you're using Shadow what if What if they... What if they see it? Like, is there, do, if they see somebody just vanish after being choked to death, they don't get alarmed? Yeah, yeah. It? So the, the trick is to watch someone's path, maybe distract him a little bit, lure him off away from his uh, colleagues. And then when he's out of sight, out of mind, do a sneaky shadow grip and he's gone. Poof, doesn't exist. It's like he was, it's <laughs> wow. like he was never there. <laughs> What if he does he make like a like a popping noise when he disappears or anything? I mean, there's got to be like at least a suction noise as the universe into uh, a cloud of of black smoke. Well, it seems like it'd be more of an more of an implosion, would it not? So I think I don't know exactly what you're doing there. They never really go into detail about these sh shadowy vampire powers um, and how they work. It's it's all a bit weird. It seems like it'd be a a, a wasteful uh, vampire skill of you just vanishing your your victims because then I mean don't you 
need to feed upon yes. them or so something? I, I am overstating it a little bit. So basically what you, you do in the game is you find someone, get them away from everyone else, feed on them. And then once you fed on them, you earn blood and the blood is what you spend to use your powers. So basically you just alternate between feeding, shadow gripping, feeding, shadow gripping, feeding, shadow gripping throughout the whole game. And that's pretty much it. The enemies are finite, right? They don't regenerate. Like, so you'll see three guards walking in a path and those are the three guards or will they eventually replace the guards as you... That's pretty much it. Uh, There there is specific points in the level when you progress where you'll have cleared an area and then you'll, I don't know, hack a computer or some stupid thing. And then once you've hacked the computer, the area will have refilled with guards as part of the story. And somehow all of the bodies you've left behind have also magically vanished because, you know... That makes sense. Uh, so, is is the is the main character nineties uh, R and B singer Seal or who? What's the main character? <laughs> I don't. It's it's so boring and generic. So I didn't it. even skip I it. Do. I I paid attention. <laughs> I paid attention to this game, but I played it a month ago or a little over a month ago now, and I've forgotten. I have completely forgotten because it is so boring. It's clearly, and I, his name is I don't know. Well, I Victor. looked it up. Let's call him Victor. Uh, <laughs> do you, well, I looked do you it wanna, up, and I, it I was actually nineties R and B singer named Sue. I think that's who it is. I, I did look up the name just so we have appropriate information, <laughs> uh, and his name is apparently Eric Bain. There you go. I don't know if that sounds familiar to you now that you've heard it. No, but that's what uh, TA tells me. It is unmemorable. The whole thing. The whole thing. So, um, I mean, and the stealth stuff is okay. It's very, very basic. And 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 I've mentioned before though that I have quite bad stick drift on my 360 controller, mm-hmm. and there's nothing worse in a in a stealth game than having stick drift because you you're trying to you're trying to get into cover. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, okay, I'm hiding, I can't be seen. And then suddenly he just starts walking <laughs> right into the guard's <laughs> sights and because he's just, oh, the stick's drifting all over the place. So it was a little bit annoying in places because of that. But uh, yeah, I mean, the whole thing is like a bad B-movie, basically. Uh, it's boring, it's tedious. The dialogue, the acting is just abysmal. It's like people just woke up and was speaking like they're half asleep for most of the dialogue and like and like <laughs> it's it like commits a, the worst a sin. sleepy artifacts monday it commits game, the then. worst sin for like an actiony horrory vampire game in that it is boring there is literally no interesting set pieces or cutscenes in between the levels you're expecting you know some kind of action to happen aside from all the stealthiness you know ex- some explosions some baddies doing nefarious things but there's just none of it. It's it's just quite lazy in that respect. <laughs> well, the uh, what about the uh, the other characters? I see there's a bunch of people that you're supposed to uh, chase down or so. Uh, you have uh, your good friend Tom, and uh, <laughs> you have Rose. Yeah, so Samantha. Um, you're kind of with this cabal of of underground vampires who live in a nightclub. Uh, of all places you know because that's that's well, that's where they all that's live, secretive I mean, and that's what they do. Know, subtle um <laughs> and yeah you have to uh make, make friends with some of them and then what you're doing is you're chasing down some baddies who have something to do with why you're a vampire and then at some point some vampire hunters turn up and they all get involved uh, it's it's a thing it's just pretty abysmal from that perspective like, <laughs> the, the ending is a boss fight but there's not even any combat in the boss fight. You just run around 
hacking a computer and once you've hacked enough computers the boss just dies <laughs> why 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 are why are vampires running around hacking computers i guess i didn't make that so i i assume that eric i think was that his name <laughs> i yes, assume that eric. eric had some kind of hacking ability in his previous life because he does spend most of most of his objectives involve getting to a computer of some sort and hacking it <laughs> not, hmm. not not very vampire Seems like yeah. he could use his uh you should use his uh little uh death vulcan shadow know. grip grip shadow thing grip. And, and learn how to type with it shadow grip, shadow grip uh, uh, you know yeah. and, and use that to press you know proper just, keyboard uh, uh, just turn it off and, and turn it back on again right we've established that there we go <laughs> yeah I have, a, I have a couple well, uh, of questions yeah. um oh, no, go no, ahead. just one last thing uh, on that is that it, mm-hmm. it, it it uh it does it does employ cell shaded graphics uh which is i think oh. to make it kind of try and stand out graphically um, mm-hmm. I'm supposed to give it kind of a polish, but I see that as actually a cheap attempt to <laughs> make something that looks actually very bland and generic and ugly, something a little bit different. Uh, so I, d- I don't see that as a positive, really. I'm, I love okay. this game. I don't know if you can tell. <laughs> <laughs> well, I see on TA you gave it three out of five stars, which is actually higher than the average uh, rating of a 2.34 so you liked it more than the average person did on ta um, but i'm curious as to whether or not you use the walkthrough that you found on ta at all or if that's necessary like can you just play the game on your own and get everything because even though i know it was stupid to ask elroy if he used a walkthrough for terminator <laughs> the game does only want you to get chapter-based achievements was there anything helpful for using a walkthrough or did you not use one at all so there are a couple of things you've got to watch out for uh the majority of the game you don't have to worry about uh its story progression and cumulative stuff that comes fairly naturally uh if you just use your powers and 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 whatnot uh but there are two things to look out for one is uh getting enough xp to fully power eric and unless you're careful you might get to the end of the game not having enough xp and then you would have to replay the whole thing because there is no um way of going back and and doing that in a way that will allow you to kind of back back progress Okay, you can't just grant, grind experience whatever you need well um you can by using an exploit so oh, okay. what you can do, and this is why the walkthrough is handy, because it points out these places to you. Uh, what you can do is you can find a section where um, if you were to die in a section and it would restart to the checkpoint, you lose that progress and you would lose that XP. But there's a segment in the game where you're having to sneak through um, a club or a bar or something like that. A bar, I think. Uh, but if you get spotted the game restarts you back at the checkpoint, but technically it doesn't lose any of your progress because you haven't died. So what you can do is you can basically spam uh, a collectible that's specifically hidden in in that area and just keep collecting that collectible and getting seen and then restarting, restarting, restarting. And if you do that enough times, you can probably cover yourself with the XP. The other thing is that you have to get through a certain amount of segments, a certain amount of sections of the game without raising an alarm. Uh, You probably want to be doing that as much as possible anyway, because that's the best way of earning XP is um, once you do a section without raising an alarm, you get like thousands of XP points and that that really gives you a bump. 
Um, but if you're worried that you haven't got enough, then again, there's another section in the game where you can basically just one walk from one checkpoint to another and that counts and then just keep reloading that checkpoint without any hassle whatsoever. Okay. And, th- and then that gives you the uh, cumulative one for getting through enough sections. So aside from those two, you probably wouldn't need to walk through too much, um, but it's probably worth keeping those on hand, that on hand just so you don't have to do a whole nother playthrough. Because it's about 10 hours, I'd say. Just use it. <laughs> now, the other question I have is it seems like that uh, one ability that the name just popped out of my head. Um, shadow Grip. Is pretty, shadow Grip. It's pretty game-breaking <laughs> in a way, right? Like, yeah. it's the thing you need. How far into the game do you have to play before it's accessible to you? Hardly any at all. You, um, okay. you basically have access to the full skill tree after the second chapter or so. And it's just where you want to spend your points as to how you, um, and you have completely free reign to do so as you wish. So you could, uh, if you've done the first two chapters completely sneakily, you would easily have enough uh, skill points to dump straight into that skill uh, and fully Mm -hmm. upgrade it along with a few other useful things like uh, moving without uh, making any sound and um, being less noticeable, for instance. Uh, combining those very early on would allow you to breeze through the game pretty easily. Excellent. And then, and then you just pretty much spend the XP on, on the rest of the powers that you'll never use <laughs> just to, to fully level up. But yeah, uh, I started the month with eight achievements, 360 gamer score, and I ended up with the full completion, 21 achievements. Very nice. 1K, uh, 1700 TA. Uh, Yeah. So uh, look, I've actually, I realized I've sounded really negative about this game uh, and I did give it a three. It (laughs) it is, what I'm saying, it is is very mediocre. It's very average. It, It has its fun moments, but it's it's a B movie. I, I probably put it alongside what Elroy was talking about with Terminator. Uh, I wouldn't go. Okay. I wouldn't seek it out. I wouldn't expect much from it. It's not horrible. It's just very meh. Meh. You should write a review. Just put meh. meh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think I think it's frustrating to me because it could have been more. Right. That, that it has the building blocks to be something quite fun and exciting and interesting. Uh, you know, not at stealth isn't everyone's cup of tea, right? So that's going to put off people straight away. Uh, yep. But, you know, if they'd spend a bit more time writing something that was a little bit more interesting, um, getting a few better voice actors in, and then having a few, like just a smattering of set pieces, um, you know, every, every few chapters having some interesting, cool set piece thing that happened, uh, just to elevate it, I think then it could have been just that little bit better. I'm sorry to hear that your vampire game sucked. Oh. <laughs> well, hopefully what we have coming up next will uh, be a little be more as, enjoyable. It won't be as big of a mistake. Uh, oh, God. Yeah. I'm not even going to know. Thanks for those terrible puns. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah okay brilliant so that's that's everything we have covered all the games we've played Mm -hmm. let's move on and quickly talk through what we're planning on playing next michelle why don't you start us off all right so um my goal for most of this has been to play games that are already on my tag 
and knock out some of that completion percentage gap that I'm missing between my current completion percentage and the never achievable 100%. But there are people who argue that your backlog should rightly include any game that you've purchased but have never placed on your tag because you bothered to spend the money. You own them. They're part of your backlog. So I've been cleaning up my uh, apartment recently. And while I was cleaning, I found several unopened Xbox 360 games. I can't tell you why I have all of them. Some of them I know (laughs) why. But I don't know why I have a second copy of Rock Revolution sealed inbox. No idea. I've played that game, but I have one. Point is, I found three non-backwards compatible Xbox 360 games. So I'm going to ask the community to help me choose which one I'm going to go with next. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to post a picture of these three in Discord and only say, hey, listen to the podcast to find out why I posted these this picture. And uh, the reason I'm posting it is so you all can help me choose between these three games. So I'm going to start with you two and just real quick with, with just whatever's on the top of your head. Tell me which game you think I should try for the next uh, outing of this segment. Uh, up first is The Testament of Sherlock Holmes, which was one of those uh, Oman games, right? Yeah, yeah. That was the one. Yeah. <laughs> um, game of Thrones or Air Conflict's Secret Wars. Air Conflict? Secret Wars? Yeah. Uh, okay, and this is Game of Thrones, the RPG um Correct. This is not the Telltale. Oh, okay. Are you familiar with the Game of Thrones uh, story and TV show and all that stuff? No. Then I then I pick Game of Thrones. (laughs) Okay. Just to really throw you in there. (laughs) Sounds good. Uh, Secret Wars. I just want to see what that was. It's a vehicular combat game. uh, Aerial vehicular combat. Huh. It says here, it's 1939, the Second World War has broken out, and troops everywhere are arming themselves and preparing for battle on the ground and in the air. And, uh, yeah, you uh, apparently participate in these battles as a fighter pilot. Man, that sounds dreadful, so I picked that one. Okay. All right, so we've got one vote for each of those. I'm going to post the picture in Discord, and uh, once people hear this, they can let me know what they'd like me to try. I have no horse in this race, because I clearly wasn't interested enough in any of them that they've been in shrink wrap for eight years. So, um, yeah, so that's what I'm going with. Uh, Air Conflict has a walkthrough, so oh, don't, be, all right. don't be a hero here. Hmm. All right, all right, I, I won't, believe me. <laughs> Fantastic. Okay, Elroy, uh, what are you looking at? Uh, well, I recently was uh, preloading uh, certain Namco games for certain contests that uh, I am involved in, and I, I stumbled upon a game that I did not know existed, which was Splatterhouse. Now, for me, Splatterhouse was uh, a game that was uh, that I was introduced to uh, during the TurboGrafx-16 days, and that was it was one mm-hmm. of the coolest games that was on that console. And that was one of the coolest consoles there was. And if you're unfamiliar with it, it had like credit card size games that you slid in there. Uh, and then uh, they actually had a uh, mobile version of it where you could actually play the same games on a little, uh, very tiny screen, but uh, it was kind of like a successful game boy game boy, just played a bunch of crap games on it. But uh, this actually played the games for the console. And so that was kind of cool. But anyway, that's how I knew Splatterhouse. And so I was playing this 
Namco Museum, and apparently it was a crappy little side-scrolling platformer from back in the day, and I never even knew that existed. Uh, I did know, however, that there is a 360 game called Splatterhouse, and I have never played it, Uh, and I always have wanted to play it. And I actually have a copy uh, that is sealed and has been sealed for a long time. And so I don't know if uh, I guess I should uh, open it at some point in my life since I did, you know, buy it. (laughs) So it's a similar situation to what you got there. I don't know. It just kind of got shoved in the back and uh, I never really went back to it. So uh, but I think uh, after playing this little crappy version of it on Namco that I have a renewed interest in Splatterhouse. And so I want to take it for a spin and see what they did. So I. I'm very familiar with the middle portion of the story. I was just introduced to the, you know, the origin of it. And so I want to see where the story went after this TurboGrafx 16 days. So, so there you have. Let it. me get this straight. For Scary Games Month, you decided to play Terminator. Oh, <laughs> Terminator for Scary Games Month. And Th- those robots are trying to kill you, Chewie. Non-scary games, especially especially after Doc. <laughs> well, we never said these games had Splatter to be House. action hard. To be fair, yeah. no, no, it's good. Uh, yeah, but I take it you're choosing a completely non-horror game for your next entry in this in the series. Uh, yeah. So, uh, I, well, I, last time I said I would do Fist of the North Star, and I I have been chipping away at it, but I failed. I'm going to say I'm doing that again because I will continue to chip away at it. But realistically, something else might slip in. So I will mention that that thing that slips in is looking like it could be dust and a Lycian tail, um, which is a... M- I liked dust a lot. Mm, yeah. Really good game. Yeah, I know. A lot of people mm-hmm. have said great things about it. It's got a nearly four-star rating on TA. Uh, it's a me- I don't know that we're allowed to pick quality games for this <laughs> well segment. i feel bad because i feel like lately we've sort of made has, our niche has been in a lot not of trash. so quality games it's been a lot of trash i do feel yeah. like maybe we need to turn that around <laughs> it's a metroidvania so i know people are going to be interested to hear about that mm-hmm. uh, and i have made three separate attempts at this game in 2014 16 and 17 uh so i feel like really i i, I should get back around to it and finishing off so i'm gonna say fist of the north star officially but it's probably gonna be dust <laughs> I actually had the same experience with Dust. I had like three or four false starts on it before finally really committing to it. And then when I did, I finished the game within like a week mm-hmm. and a half. So there, maybe there's just something at the beginning that doesn't hook you quite right away, but the game gets there and it's well worth your I, time. I feel like every time I've gone to it, it's been for one of these silly contesty, challengey type things. Mm-hmm. So I, I've been same. using it for that. But I, yeah, I just want to get it done. And it suits me for December, which is uh, in CCC, the Backlog Blitz, uh, because I started it six years Perfect. ago. And it's got, uh, well, 24 achievements in it that I need to get. So that would that would suit me quite well. But it's only worth 400 oh, points. Oh, no. <laughs> what are you doing? Cleaning up Cleaning the backlog. Up, yep. Got a purge. Yeah. Okay. So uh, thank you very much, guys, for joining me. I had a blast. Uh, I, I really missed you guys, I have to say, you know. It's it's been yeah, some, it's been some time. Let's, it's been a let's, long time. Uh, let's make it a bit quicker next time. But but well, yes, <laughs> maybe next year. Let's be realistic here. <laughs> <laughs> Truth. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, I hope you enjoyed back to back the uh, segment where we are now two generations behind officially. How exciting is that? <laughs> 
It's super yeah, exciting. And we shall continue to do so <laughs> for the uh, indefinite future. Uh, while our 360s mm-hmm. are still chugging along alongside our ones and our series X's. <laughs> uh, I've been Chewy on Ice. And I'm supposed to be I'm, talking to And I'm here! Kill me! Kill me! I'm here! I'm here! Kill me! What are you waiting for? Okay, it's over. That's it. That's the end. It's We're done. done. It's done. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye. I'll be back. Ha! You didn't know I'm gonna say that, did you? That's what you always say. Nippon Marathon! Run, run, run away! Try to find another day! Hello, I'm Waka Pale, welcoming you to Waka's Weird Wonders, this time with the emphasis on weird. I've played plenty of odd games, but Nippon Marathon leans into the crazy more than any other game I've played. Nippon Marathon is a physics-based running game with some pretty wonky physics. The main mode sees you running across an alternate reality Japan with three other contestants, avoiding obstacles and picking up Mario Kart-like power-ups to hurl at your opponents. You can also eat them for short speed boosts, the power-ups that is, not the opponents. There is also two multiplayer modes, which you can play using one controller. There's a bowling mode where you hurl yourself down a bowling lane in a shopping cart and the lobster mode seeing who can get furthest in a randomly generated course or just surpass 200 meters to get the associated achievement. The gameplay is physics driven but very unpredictable adding another layer of madness to the game. In fact half the game is rather broken. Even the in-engine cutscenes behave very strange sometimes as the physics spaz out. The score system is bizarre, where being the first to cross the finish line does not mean you won, as you are also scored by other metrics such as popularity or lack thereof. The graphics, music and voice acting is very inconsistent, and the AI has great trouble navigating certain parts of the levels, frequently getting stuck into walls or behaving strangely. Even the camera sometimes stops working as intended and strays from the path or stops showing those in the lead. It also crashed once or twice while I was playing it. Production values are not great. It sometimes feels like the runners and cameraman had a bit too much to drink before the contest started and the cutscenes frequently fall apart in ways I do not think was intended. While most technical issues are somewhat amusing, some of them are just bad. Load times are longer than they should be on the original one. They are way faster on the X though. Sometimes crossing the finish line never registers, forcing you to restart the race and the game crashed once on me while skipping the credits. With the many issues, why would you play the game aside from Gamerscore, which is neither fast nor high value? It's simple, Nippon Marathon is fun. Granted, it will likely outstay its welcome after a few hours, but those first few hours when you are trying to figure out what is going on is great, if you can stomach the completely outlandish tone of the game. The story mode features four characters with intertwined storylines, which are incredibly bizarre. There's Darwin, a man dressed as a lobster, working on rebuilding his family's lobster farm after it was struck by a comet and killed the rest of his family. Elizabeth is a marine biologist dressed as a narwhal attempting to save the ocean. Senbei is a retired male schizophrenic debt collector who half the time believes he is a young schoolgirl. 
Finally, there is Snuguru Maestro, a human-dog hybrid attempting to start a dating agency. These characters meet and befriend each other while competing in the Nippon Marathon, uncovering one of the dumbest conspiracies I've come across. Despite how batshit crazy the storylines are, they somehow make sense, even if they are very warped. Getting through your first character storyline takes around 2 hours watching the story bits, but subsequent characters goes faster as you can skip sequences you've already seen, or you can simply choose to skip all of them. While a bit time consuming, the completion is estimated at 8-10 to 10 hours on TA for 1000 game score and 2000 TA. It is very easy apart from the bowling and lobster achievements, but they shouldn't pose too much trouble. The collectibles might be a pain, but as you have to play through each level at least 5 times, they shouldn't be an issue and you can easily pinpoint the ones you are missing using a guide. If you are interested in something very different and don't mind seeing the bubblegum and duct tape holding it all together, Nippon Marathon is a fun choice. Have a nice day everyone!